0: Commanders and welcome to episode one hundred and forty three of Lave Radio, the show that talks about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. That's you guys. I'm your host, Ben Mosswoodwood, otherwise known as Commander Edelweiss, and joining me in the Orange Sign Rider this week we have Grant Wilcott.
1: Hello,
2: What are you drinking? What are you drinking? Just some coffee and uh, coffee and rum at the moment. Coffee, oh well, rum, that's okay. I'm just going to see you going out with my qualifications there as chief bar steward. I can get you anything alcoholic, but <laughs> coffee. You're going to be wearing it.
0: Uh, 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 coffee and rum.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: So we we all we also have our lovely Mister Sickness himself, Colin Ford, who is braving life, the universe, and everything to join us.
4: Oh, thank thank you very much for that wonderful, uplifting... Oh, who am I kidding? I'm absolutely knackered and sick. I, I don't know how I'm still together.
0: <laughs> uh, thank you for making the effort and joining us, Colin. And last but no, but by no means least, we have Mr. Pew 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 himself, Kill Them All, Commander Marshall.
5: I don't know where you got that from. Power Colin, or something. Uh, yeah, it's good to be here. Yeah.
0: Thank you. <laughs> hey, well, let's start with the most depressing and say, Colin, what the hell's wrong with you, buddy?
4: Oh, uh, right. Um, well, basically, for the last week and a half, I've been suffering from this thing that has been going around, um, around the country. Uh, basically, I've been in, in my sick bed, had to take time off work, um, had to cancel a couple of top shifts. I'm very relieved that we didn't have a show last week because I certainly wouldn't have been able to appear on that one. But, yes, um, I'm a bit better now. And um, I'm I'm not infectious anymore, I think that's important to say. But uh, it's still taking a lot out of me.
0: I'd be very worried if you were able to give us any bugs over the internet, but with the way things are going these days, you never know.
4: And you can tell Mike to sod off, I am together. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs)
0: i think mike can probably hear you (laughs) right well grant what about yourself buddy yeah, it's
2: been a, a sort of busy week. We just received a, a new toy today, um brand spanking new toy, which my brother and I, as a side move, were <coughs> fiddling with. Um, I would say we were fiddling with the knobs on it, but it's not got any knobs. It um, <laughs> is a new uh, dick's, uh, dicks, oops dear, that's the knobs coming out there. Oh, no, that's worse. you are fiddling with knobs and dicks, are you? <laughs> no, it wasn't
0: fiddling with knobs and dicks all day. <laughs> With it one we are the X-rated stream, so, you know, we're living up to that already.
2: Right, what I was doing, right, so we got a new piece of kit and we've got some new kit coming in for LaveCon setups this year, we've got our kind of ideas of what we'd like to try, how to condense the stage space, make it tidier, make it better, all the things, you know, that we would love to be able to do, and this new bit of equipment arrived today in a really small box, we can't believe how small it is, and we're, we've, we've stopped talking about knobs and dicks now, okay? Um, it's really small... <laughs> This is just Do you want to come back to me in about ten minutes now? It's, it's brilliant. It's a replacement for our, our mixer desk and what this small box has got inside it is about forty to fifty percent of the kit we have in our large cube and it That's makes then. it's it's stunning it's an amazing piece of kit so we're looking forward to Elite Meet on the 1st of April in Bristol at elitemeet.info uh, for tickets uh, we were looking forward to testing it out there and giving it a right good going over with them um, because obviously here we can't really set up the speakers and blast it <laughs> out sure it's big enough for you to give it a right good going over you know Ben I think once you get it started it will be fine and it's got <laughs> ama- it's just amazing it's just amazing what what it, what it means for LaveCon and for any conventions where we're able to use it, um, it is just, oh, holy crap, it just changes the whole setups and things, makes them a million times easier, about a thousand times more complicated uh, the other end, but you know, that's fine, we don't care about that, that's the fun side of things where we get to sit and pretend that we know what we're doing. but that was that was today, and unfortunately, as a result of that, when I plugged everything back in, nothing was working. So I had to then reset everything up here, which is why we were a little bit late. Sorry, it's always my fault. And uh, other than that, because you're always playing with your dicks and your knobs. Yeah, it's just a the show. It's a bad way to be, but you know, some you just got to do what you can, you know. You're a uh, blind man. <laughs> the other thing that I have been doing and, and, and absolutely thoroughly enjoying, although, Colin, if you feel bad about not feeling well. I have no idea how poor DJ Truthsayers feeling having done, what, 24 hours? I think they're just one day, isn't it? They started on Sunday night. Uh, and yeah. They're streaming right through... Uh, in 12-hour shifts each between him and Commander Human or Dan Smith, as we know him. The, um, yeah, the best elite parody maker. Yeah, stuff it up, your bums, everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he is, they've been streaming since Sunday night, and they have massively hit their 50% mark of the total of £10,000. Oh, cool, they
0: they got 50% already. Yep, yeah, they're planning on... Last, last time I checked in, it was twi- uh they're at 2,500,
2: so that's awesome. Yeah, so £5,000 of their £10,000 target, in case you're really bad at maths like I am. Uh, and they're doing an amazing job fighting, you know. Lurgy, flu, plague uh, Internet accidents uh, Outages uh, Falling off chairs uh, Falling asleep, playing really boring Games that make them tired And dealing with members of the public And they've managed to keep it going so far And they've only got the rest of the week to go (laughs) It doesn't seem like a lot at this point No, it must, must be pretty hard to think You know, you get 12 hours sleep If you're lucky You know, That's if you don't do anything apart from stream and sleep So... I've been over there looking at them and I could not recommend more that if you have spare pennies to go and donate to their Just Giving page uh, it's amazing we'll put some links up on the usual in the show notes and such so that you can find it nice and easy Um, but if I just double check it I'll read it out for you is it that one? I don't know what happened to it? I had it up a second ago Yep, that's that's the one, okay, so that's just a confirmation, hopefully that's not just second double donated, that would be unfortunate for me. Um, so the address to go to is justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash commander Hugh Mann, that's com- C-M-D-R-H-U-G-H-M-A-N-N, they're at £5,030.95, that's 50% of the target of £10,000. <laughs> You can join in by watching their stream at the current minute. It is DJ Truthsayer's shift on the Twitch. So if you go to twitch.tv forward slash DJ Truthsayer you will catch and be part of that stream and then around about 6am they switch over to Commander Human, who then takes us through and then they swap back again. So it is
0: amazing. And finally Marshall, what have you been up to mate?
5: I've been doing random stuff. Um, I think Watching the, as most people watching the um, 2.3 live streams, um, they've been quite interesting. And on the weekend, I did a rally with some members of the Paladin Consortium, which was quite fun. Um, very disorientating. We had two finish lines at one point, um, and it was very messy. But it's just great, just driving around in an SRV for an hour or two. Um, it just makes me think of, you know, our frontier going to be putting things like tracks. Uh, in the game for SRVs because I know a lot of groups like the Buckyballs and several others have a lot of SRV events. It would be really cool if you could get a couple of official tracks. Maybe with some lights, some things around it. Just something simple. Um, but yeah, some wishful things. Or something complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it would be great. Yeah, that
0: would be fun. And I think it's something about these doing these ad hoc community events that is. Yeah, I know some people are like, oh, I need to progress and I need to go and get this and I need to go and get that and I need my one billion credits or whatever. But if you're not having fun and playing shit with your mates, what's the point? And these things like like that, like Ed's racing stream that he just did, like any of these kind of malarkey, if you're not enjoying yourself and taking... I don't want to say if you're not taking part in those things, but if you feel the grind, why are you doing it? And taking part in community events can just be so much fun. Definitely. All right, well, not really seduating into anything, I guess. Uh, do you, did any of you, were you aware of the Elite Dangerous Arena? Yes.
5: Um, yes. I remember, I remember all the original hype for it. And, like, <laughs> yeah. and didn't Frontier have a prize thing initially when it was released? They were going to have a tournament. Yep.
0: Well, were you aware it was a- available as a separate product? No. <laughs> well, that <laughs> Grant's no, no, calling. No, assuming no, you were no, aware. No.
2: Yes, yes, it came out roundabout just shortly after the Xbox About release. a year ago. Yeah.
3: Uh-huh.
2: And uh, we we were hoping that it would bring as, as Frontier. Apparently, we're hoping it would bring more players, and
0: clearly, it hasn't apparently it hasn't. I mean, I don't know how many copies were sold. I know there was a weekend or something over Christmas when it was going away of it being given away for free. So I did get it for my son uh, whilst it was going for free and he's played it a couple of times or he's tried to play it a couple of times but couldn't get into any matches. So that went out the window very quickly. Um, It was a good idea. I mean,
2: it was a good idea if Mm. it had worked, but we were all as probably the majority of people out there are are all thinking the same thing as well, which was, oh good they're going to release it as a standalone oh, they'll put a lobby in it and make it a decent lobby that we can all match make with our <laughs> friends yeah. and it yeah. didn't happen, oh, and yeah. that's been the biggest problem with um, the arena game from the beginning, and you know, okay we've found our ways of of ham-fisted battering the the game to make it work by everyone press start now and hoping to hell that your two groups match up and you get a game for a bit. Um, so yeah, it's just a shame. So yeah, when they released it and then didn't do any work on it, it kind of is kind of like chucking. Uh, I don't. know, I'm trying to think of any other companies that's done something similar like this. You know, kind of like chucking a, a space exploration game with very little content and then doing nothing with it at all watching it just slowly die or in the space of No Man's Sky die very quickly indeed Um, so it's kind of like that if you don't put any love into it then it's just it wasn't going to get what they wanted from it, and it was kind of like this really nice uh, thing to throw out there to try and give people that maybe weren't sure if they liked Elite Dangerous, and therefore it gave them a wee taster for it, and it probably gave them the worst taster it could get, which is sitting waiting at a loading screen. Yeah,
5: yeah, I think.
2: Uh, uh, to yeah,
4: to me, it reminded me very much of the you know the spaceship add-on for Knights of the Old Republic. Uh It just seemed to. To get the. I mean, don't get me wrong, I do enjoy a game of CQC when I can get a match, but it's, it's the matchmaking that does seem to let it down.
5: I, th- I think the only positive that I've seen come out of it is the CQC assets are now in the main game, um, but they're kind of secreted all over the place, and I actually haven't come across them in game, but I know that they're there because I've seen some very pretty pictures.
2: We've got one at um, Hutton Orbital. Uh, uh, is there? oh, Yeah, there's one out in Alpha Centauri. Um, lovely one as well. We saw that um, just the other week, someone stumbled across it, <laughs> They had tripped over it on their way out to Arden. But there's also, you know, the, the thing about Arena is, it's bloody good fun. It's, it's you know, in, in any other existence It's damn good fun if it would just let you play with your friends a bit easier. It would be mm-hmm. a huge amount of fun because you know, you, if your pals that are out uh, exploring in the game in the middle of nowhere and you want to do a combat zone, you kind of just want to have a bit of fun, a bit of shooty, pew pew fun then nothing beats the arena and getting into a team. Nothing beats that one on one battling and and feeling that you're some kind of superhero flying through the superstructure and taking out six people in a row and going yay before meeting a fiery death it's tons of bloody good fun, and so oh, I
4: completely agree yeah mm. the prob The only problem is that um is the matchmaking um I think yeah the lobby uh, they need to look at a lobby in order to make that work. Maybe even integrate it into the main game somehow. I mean, with all the Hollow Me stuff that's coming in, which we'll talk about later, they could come up with some hand wavium to say this is how it all links together. But, um, you know, it might also need bots. I know that people were crying yeah. out for bots as well.
3: Yeah,
4: but, so. um, yeah. But the, the actual arena work, game, it... yeah, the arena game itself is not dead. It's yeah. still part of Elite Dangerous. It's just the standalone that they've they've shut down.
0: And they're going to be Ed's going to be playing it on Wednesday. No, when Thursday. Sorry, apparently is going to be doing a CQC stream with the devs this Thursday. And those are always good fun. And they're always because from are in it, there's usually quite a good crowd as well. Like, well, moving on from that. I mean, do just quickly. Actually, do we all think it, they it, they've done the right thing by pulling the product? I okay, think they've done,
4: I think they've done the right thing about pulling the product um I do think though that one of the things they might benefit from is you know those fantastic tutorial missions that they've got and you can actually access it as part of the arena package
0: having that available for free or something?
4: something like that yeah I think yeah, I think kind that, of
0: awesome
4: that that would probably give people enough of a taster um to dispel a lot of the well, not disinformation, but a lot of the false impressions that are um, sometimes come across about Elite Dangerous.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've always said that they should be having a have a demo or something like that to available for free. So I would be all for that idea. Right, well, moving on next, we're going on to some API changes for 2.3 that were announced today. One thing which I'm probably going to be quite interested and glad about, and I suspect Fozzer will be too, is um, Fozzer and I, well fozzer has been doing a fair amount of engineering, of engineer stuff and mm-hmm. there is a nice little app that he's been using, whose name I can't remember, I think it's called something like ED Engineers or something.
4: It is because I'm um, installing it right now, ED Engineer.
0: <laughs> well, you know, so with ED Engineer, um, one of the downsides, if you can call it that, is the first time round, you've got to go off and give it all your materials and uh, data and all that kind of stuff it can make a guess but it's not 100 percent sure of what you've got in there uh whereas with 2.3 there when you log in and start up your game will actually log your cargo material passengers and loadout out to the log file so apps like ed engineer can go off and read all that and that'll make things a lot more just nice and easy again so,
5: sounds very uh, very flash
0: I, I think it makes a lot of sense yeah. um, We've also got Usernames, uh, ship names and things like that Going in there um, There's nothing else That really grabbed me There's a bunch of other stuff but It didn't really grab me because I'm not making use of it apart from no- Making note of that New event for Logging out your materials and everything like that mm-hmm. I Don't know if any of you guys care about that though
4: well, I am doing the engineers' runs at the moment, so that that kind of tool is going to come in handy. Um, but as far as the um, uh, the player journals concerned, uh, that's basically for the API developers, of which I'm not one at the moment. Well, I really yeah. ought to to um, use utilize my Android skills and maybe come up with something.
0: Mm. <laughs> oh, excuse, excuse me. I thought uh, I was the uh, other one. I just swallowed my coffee the wrong way. Right, well, moving... Sorry. Nobs and dicks. (laughs) No,
2: you're
4: you're not. No, you're not.
0: Right, well, moving on to newsletter 161 then, uh, which was cut from a couple of weeks ago. Basically, they were going on about the live streams that we had last week, which we'll be covering later. We had some tactical paint packs for um, federal ships. I don't know if Mm -hmm. any of you guys invested in them uh, there was some stuff I used to like at Colonial Marshall or, or are you no, you're, back, um, you're back aren't you
5: yeah I came back yeah
0: yeah um, and then it's Community Goals and yeah so that's really about it in that some pretty pictures and things like that but no real news as such unless there's anything in 161 that you guys picked up on
4: not really it was I'm just the usual covering and, yeah, you know, people may, being made aware that something important was coming.
0: So, yeah, that 161 was things are coming. 162, which was Friday's one, was these things were here. Come um, and have a look at them. Hold on a second. because oh, 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 Grant. Yes. Yeah, 162. Okay. 162.
2: A live stream lowdown. Yes. First look commander creator. Yeah. Ain't that the guy from Gentle Ben?
0: Oh, the ginger head lad? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that a woman? <laughs>
5: <Bro>. <laughs> it could be either or. It I could
0: it? Think it, remembering the stream, I think
2: it was a woman. Okay. Well, I was going to say that. Or it could be the, the face from the front of the Mad magazines. You know? We love the... I love the player creator. I think it is absolutely amazing. Um... But we've got to talk about that Shush, later. We'll come on to that
3: in a bit
0: I, I, I was oh. skipping over that deliberately Grant I know you were but I couldn't go past that ginger Little boy Woman thing. <laughs> Little boy <laughs> Just make sure you don't get arrested
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah okay, I'll try I'll be. I'll be. I'll but yeah yes. a lot of it is all, no the, grabbing. all the amazing sort of Community stuff going on as well uh, And the community yep. goals which I've not taken part With in a long time
0: uh, well, I'll mention community goals in a second uh, we had some free paint packs, so Paroxysm yes, Paroxysm game, Gaming there were some free paint packs that you could go up and get, not paint packs decals
3: mm-hmm.
0: or decals oh, one. as uh, one for each Fadina, of the powers
3: instance.
0: apart from Winters ah,
4: but
5: Winter is coming
0: Winters is coming, which is <laughs> 2.3, yes <laughs> I
5: uh, think that was an in-joke they did that deliberately, or it's just I think it was a snafu Oh, okay. Because it would be so funny if they intentionally did that. <laughs> <laughs> it is quite funny, but
0: I think it was a snafu. Um, We had some more pirate packs. So I loved... Um, you remember the original pirate packs were a nice red one. You, it was only a red one that you could get for the python. I want to say the asp.
5: I think the cobra got one, didn't it? Yes. No, um,
0: I think, yep. Uh, I know I got it for the Python because it just looked so awesome. Same. Yeah. Um, But now they've released them for some other things as well, including the Asp Explorer and the Asp Scout. And these ones are also multicolored, which is kind of cool. Although, I still think the red one looks best. I don't know if any... We had... Oh, uh, we had Kevin Macy's art... Isn't that art that he did? Wasn't he, didn't he do that as part of the Elite RPG?
4: Uh, I think so. In um, fact, yeah, he, he said so.
0: I that's, thought he
4: did. That, yeah, that's that's part of the the work he's doing for the RPG, which, again, we'll have to cover at a later point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then it's into community goals and stuff like that. So I'm going to mention community goals because yeah, I took part, there was this upheaval in... I don't know how you pronounce it. Sut, Eka, Sudek, yeah, Sudek, yeah. yeah. And the um, moment. Okay, so I did. Th- I'm probably slightly more of an imperial bent than a federal bent, although I am basically neutral. Uh, so I very happily did both community goals, and as ever, the bounty hunting community goal got completed by the end of the weekend, I believe. Uh, All the way through to tier 8 And that netted me a nice 14-15 million uh, And I was only in the top 50% there So that was kind of nice But the other one was a You had to collect these data cores That's right Which were illegal Mm -hmm. You only had two per instance Mm -hmm. You have bounty hunters trying to stop you and kill you you have yep. pirates trying to steal the data cores, mm-hmm. and then when you actually get to the bloody station, they're illegal commodities anyway.
4: Yeah, and you got to sneak
0: in. And you got to sneak in. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't mind any one of those things, but it does make it a wee bit awkward to go off and get your several bazillion that you need. It um, was also
4: a competing goal as well. So, whoever well was
0: it a competing goal?
4: Well, I got, I got told it was. So that, you know, when one is complete, that means the other one's supposed to complete as well.
0: I, so, I'm not convinced it was from reading the, the spiel. Um, like, from when they were doing it, and I think people just saw, well, we've got an Imperial 1 uh, and a Federal 1. They must be competing. Yeah. Um, but It's not even Imperial, a Tier
4: 1 at the moment.
0: No, it's reached, it's managed, they've scooped in... 25,992 tons at the moment by 1,437 people. I've managed to scoop a massive 108 tons, which God, was
4: masochist.
0: frankly a uh, pain in the butt of work, but I managed to get it done. Um, mm-hmm. But as Colin just said, they're not even in the first tier yet and you know, there's only another day to go and I don't think it's going to ma- make it no. unless frontiers frankly do something because the the numbers that they must have been expecting for this are just poo
4: yeah that, that's what got me about this now there are some theories that this is might have something to do with the fordermann fordermann rift issue because of the um uh, a couple of the factions sound as if it's 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 something that's gone before but these data cores um i mean i've only pulled in five i got bored and i got busted a couple of times and after that kind of the second bust i was there going
0: what's really the point of
4: doing this (laughs) i'm not all that good at it
0: and it's kind of disheartening when okay i've put in a whole lot of effort trying to get a couple and it is a lot of effort just to get a couple and we're nowhere near it yet
4: Mm. But then again, it might be considered that this is this is the bounty hunting might be be considered the easy path.
3: <laughs> yeah, and
4: we were we're supposed to be uh, following the more difficult path. But oh, uh, hey ho!
0: Do you think that this has been set up deliberately to fail?
4: Uh, it does. F- if it if it hasn't, then I do think there might have been a little bit of uh, Surprise planning, if you see what I mean. I don't think they'd expect um, the... Uh, I don't know, the the scooping to go as badly as it did.
0: I don't know, I mean, if they'd it, if it even made it, like, 15 or 20 in a zone, as opposed to 2.
3: Mm. Yeah,
0: you know, I mean, you'd have gotten your limpets, you'd have sent out your limpets, fought off the pirates while they're... Trying to get you, scoop your things and rinse and repeat, but two, mm-hmm. I mean It's yeah, uh, it's just begging to be failed. But yeah, well, maybe they
4: might consider that success just for one of those canisters to be pulled in. But I'm, oh, it, it's just one of those frustrating things. That I think it's not going to work. We know it's not going to hit its target. So I guess. And people have already moved on to other things.
5: Yeah, yeah, and the bounty hunting CGs are always very popular. So people kind of take that as the easier route, don't they? They always mm. finish. It. They always vanish. Yeah, I mean,
0: I, as I said, I'm, I only did the bounty hunting CG because, um, last week I went off and got myself a cutter, which kind of dropped my available balance by about seven hundred million credits. Um, <laughs> ouch! But so. Yeah, ouch. Um, but it's a nice ship. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm still learning it, shall we say? Um, but I, I, figured I really should go off and do a couple of CGs just to get some more money in. And I deliberately did the bounty hunting one because you could do it whilst you were doing the imperial one. Just go off and kill the go off and kill the pirates who are trying to kill you.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I did all that. That's what happened to me. I mean, I kept on going jumping by the pirates yeah. even though you're technically working for them. <laughs> and so, you know, you might as well just claim it.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, I'm getting it, and, yeah, okay, it's helping the, the, the Federals out, but that's fine. Right. Well, shall we move on to EDRPG now? Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, no, I enough. think Grant has something he wants to say about that.
2: Well, not really something... I mean, they've put out a notice and... To say it's a pretty angry notice, I think, is probably an understatement. But, again, I always urge caution in these and we can only report on, you know, what information we have at hand. And we have to all remember that there are two sides to every story. That said... It's hard to do this without bias when we are close, you know, closely friendly with uh, Oliver and Spider Spiderwick Games, isn't it? And um, really feel that this has come a really unpleasant and rather unfortunate time. So there was a message sent out, which was from Spiderwick Games and Oliver, um, Apologise. Still spider mind. They're not spider changing mind. The Okay, I'm, I'm just changing the names for for legal reasons. <laughs>
4: Allegedly.
2: Right. Allegedly. Hey, uh, <clears throat> party. No, no. So they apologised that they have been served with a copyright infringement notice on Friday afternoon. and uh, They named the individuals. I won't. If you've put the message, or the, it will be of public record, it will be up on their um, Kickstarter campaign, but we'll not get dragged into it too much. But anyway... They just wanted to confirm that they have a possession of a license from the owners of Elite Dangerous franchise, Frontier Developments, and they have full support in them throughout this what they claim to be a bogus claim. So we got to be, again, it's got to be just got to be very careful with these things because we can only report on what information we have. We don't have any information from the other side, uh, and it would seem that that poor Spider-Man games don't have it either. Um, they received the following details of an infringement. It was basically uh, description copyright material, Elite, the game developed by Ian Bell and David Braben, first published in 1984. Um, the description of the infringing materials of the Elite Dangerous role playing Game books. And there was no other details. So it's gone through what you would call that sort of initial stage and Spider-Man games have responded in the only way they can through Kickstarter, and they just have to wait and see. I think there's a, a limited time, a cool-down time, so to speak, uh, in Kickstarter, where after which it's determined that, okay, they've come back, and the original complainant hasn't come back, therefore the project can now continue, which we're hoping for, or the original complainant has to lodge an official Case or act. I, th- I believe this is how it works, and uh, at that point, it would then go to court or start sort of litigation and back and forth. Um, they've taken some legal advice, so they're waiting for more information as well to decide what they can do next. Um, and they, yeah, it's quite a long bit uh, of information that they've sent out to all their backers, um, but they believe that they are <laughs> being. Unfairly attacked um, for the sole purpose of causing them financial and reputational harm is their feelings from this whole case, based on the fact that all the other Kickstarter licenses went um, unchallenged, so to speak, in the past. So they're just feeling a little bit sore, and it's a
0: shame, and it's a real Am right souring. In... Hmm. Am I right in thinking? Yeah, you know, I know. Obviously, the. That... Um, Ian Bell very much wants to, and rightly so, wants to get credit for the original Elite Dangerous. But during... No, not elite the Elite Ever- Dangerous. Elite, not the sorry, the El- original, original Elite. The original Elite. Um, and, fr- and the first Frontier.
4: He wasn't really involved in, in Frontier either. There was some... And there was a couple of contributions he made, mm. but the majority of the work done on the vast majority of the work done on Frontier was uh, David Braybro. He had to ask Ian Bell's permission for a, a lot of the old elite assets. Right, and I do believe that is where all this kind of stuff stems from. Well, it yeah, goes all the way back to this. This
0: anyway, the original court case. The question I was wanting to ask was: I know, obviously. Everyone that I've ever heard, whenever you're talking about Elite Dangerous, you're also referencing the original Elite and saying original Elite made by David Braben and Ian Bell. Mm-hmm. Yes. And am I right in thinking, though, during our um, oh, when we played this the RPG session, did John not mention about uh, the original Elite being done by Ian as well? I'm or is that sure. just a figment of my imagination? It's I, I, and I'm not sure it's particularly relevant either. Um I yeah. don't I don't know.
2: I don't no. think that would matter. <laughs> but it's one of those things where um, we're not talking about the original elite and
4: we're talking about elite, elite talk, dangerous. About elite dangerous
2: yeah. And there's got to be a point at which, you know, it, it does seem to be that there's obviously Grey areas, or there isn't grey areas, but they need to be re-established, uh, and we don't know. We're not party to that information. We could possibly get in touch with Frontier and see what their take is, but it looks to be that it's being dealt with, and we just hope that the EDRPG doesn't suffer too many lost backers as a result of oh, the lock. You know, that's this, yeah. this slight delay. Um, uh, hopefully, ho- you know, hopefully, in a couple of weeks, there'll either be uh, legal papers served, and then there'll be an end to that eventually, probably, although that will then probably end up putting a nail in the the lid of it for a a number of months until it's resolved because once you go down there, as we all know from the other (laughs) legal litigations that happened in the Elite Dangerous Licence world, it takes a long time for them to be resolved uh, when it goes to court.
0: There's an awful lot of delays and and, and time wasted. Mm. This is a worry of mine, with especially with the timing of it so close to the end of their campaign, if a lot of people lose faith and lose heart and pull their thing, will they be able to recover that?
4: Well you see that's the thing. This I mean this company that has initiated the the action, they were only formed eight days before the action was made.
2: Do you see what the company's called?
4: Yes, Ian Bell Rights Limited,
2: isn't it? It's it's even it's bizarre. to i have look see if I've got it here. Ian Bell Elite Rights LLP. Yeah. I
3: mean,
4: mm. I, I, and, and yeah. I, I've been, you know, and ironically, Ian Bell isn't one of the um, uh, the people that that's in charge of it.
2: No, and again, it's that's 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 kind of irrelevant too. the the issue we have. Is I've been involved in, in litigations on licensing. It's messy. You have to re-go over, Mm -hmm. you know, contract paperwork, and there's always a slant on it, and it's just a, it's a nightmare mess. And there's such a thing as, you know, that the elite RPG, EDRPG, have only acted in good faith with the license that they have from Frontier. They have met that license, they haven't gone beyond that license, and therefore this is really unfortunate and unfair Um, to them. It really is, and it's like they've been, Mm -hmm. you know, they've just been caught in the headlamps, but we can only hope that and, and our thoughts go out to Oliver because these things are stressful and unpleasant and create an awful lot of, of health issues as well so hope you guys stay strong, fight it and hopefully the resolution will be quick and we can all get back to having fun and enjoying this Elite Dangerous universe that we love and I'll feel that is just a great way to spend our free time
0: thanks all. Well, Marshall, have you had anything to do with the Guardians and things like that? I know you have, Colin, but I know you're also sick as a parrot.
4: Actually, no, I haven't been involved in the Guardians at all, so I'll hand over to Marshall.
5: Yeah, I've only really been involved in a couple of the scans for the sites. Um, I know people were, initially after they found the first site, they found another site. It was, I think it was a mirror of the first, and mm-hmm. then they found another, and it was another mirror. Um, I think it was actually just bad luck because there are quite a lot there are quite a few variations to the uh, to the Guardian Uh, sites I think it was just bad luck that everybody seemed to find the same one again and again but people have been finding them all over the place now I think Canon at one point stopped recording where they all were because they were finding so many so it's so it's it's quite an interesting thing, but I think one person's found them all, haven't they? All all well, hundred data sets. Yep. Well someone's
4: found the all hundred data sets, and ever since the hundred data sets have been found, um these alien guardian sites will now appear on your um
5: on your contacts list. Yeah, see that that's good. So that'll make it a lot easier for you to just to zoom in on. Mm-hmm. Is that is that to everyone or is it only if you've been there once before? Oh, I don't know about that. Because I know with barnacle sites, if you've been to a barnacle sky, site even uh, and scanned the central structure, that now appears as a point of interest. If you return to it, I don't know, maybe you want to collect some meta alloys. Oh, that's, that's, oh, that's, that. that's
0: new. I didn't know that.
5: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think it's only been introduced in the, the last patch or the patch before. But yeah, scan the central thing, you'll get a data pack. And then it appears. Because I, I always, with that long, I always get yeah <laughs> I waste a lot of time yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. so yeah I, it'll be interesting to find that out if they just appear yeah. if you enter the system and they just appear
0: oh, that'll be uh, I want to go off to is it the summer I admire is it are the summer and admire or are they
5: they kind of
4: Actually no, they're nowhere near Maya. Uh, no. Uh, it's
0: the, I'm thinking the the I'm thinking about the th- sorry, the unknown octagonal ship that appears. Not not
5: Thargoid. Oh, Flowery well. Friends.
4: Flowery friends. friends, that's a good way of putting it.
5: Yes. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think it's more kind of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think it's more kind of east on looking down on the galactic plane type thing. It's for lack of a better term, not towards Meyer, but east of that. Mm. Yeah.
2: Oh, I see now a, a strange question. It's not related to what we're talking about at the moment, uh, which is probably typical of Nopolis. Um, He's asking Do you think the ship names will be printed on the ship's hull as well?
5: Yes! I would love that. I would love that. I think that would mm. be so cool. Um, but will they be unique as well? You know, I don't think
0: th- so. No, I don't think
5: so either. Uh, well,. Uh, there's going to be countless
2: serenities and ship,
0: uh, yeah. yeah, ship names in real life aren't unique. So why would you expect them in fake game to be elite?
4: No, I think your commander, your command the names unique, but I can't, oh, it would be an absolute admin nightmare to actually make sure that all the all the different ship names are are different are unique.
0: And, and not only that, but how many you know number of people that need to call their spaceship the Millennium Falcon or the Rosinanti or whatever.
5: Yeah, yeah. I, 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 there's part of me I agree with you, but there's part of me that thinks, well, you can have some real n- notoriety. There's someone flying. I mean, forget about you know the generic sci-fi ship names that you know, they've made up a ship name and you <laughs> it's see the that Black you think pearl. Wow. No. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, you just think, well, that's uh,
4: you know Oh no, it's the cancerous testicle. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, there <it> goes yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Strike fear to no! anybody, that one.
3: <laughs> it just cuts okay. off. <laughs> I what's, think
4: Grant's now noting sci-fi down that do name you for
3: you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought that
4: was a very Ian Banks type of uh, name to have, really. <laughs> Welcome to the USS Cancerous Testicle, you know.
2: I suppose I it's it's no worse than the space station called the Jim Bergerac. That's. Uh, yep, so yeah, I think I would find that one okay.
0: Or the sister of Dan, whatever his name is. the Le- Souda Le- Le- Dan Pants or whatever. Ham, yeah. What's
5: oh, that, right. other, what's that yeah. other station? Big hairy monkey balls. Oh, yeah! <laughs> That's somewhere, is it? It's not the one Mon- that you're
0: on about, but it's not monkey balls.
5: <laughs> it? Yeah, it's something like that, monkey hangout. But you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> but wasn't there um, Cox stations in, like in there Al- were some Rock Cox Beats rings before. and things like that? Yes. Yeah, but they got taken out, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. Shame. Well, He's still
2: bit. left in all the the NPCs. I mean, the one that has us all laughing is you know, is dick action, which is just brilliant. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I didn't I, know we had that. I've not seen that one. <laughs> no,
4: you've seen I've seen no, I've, as well.
2: <laughs> no, well, f-
4: I've seen Mike
2: Litterus. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah,
3: you
2: see you, you, you alpha backers out there. You've got a lot to answer for with your little sneaky, sneak it past the censors NPC names. We
0: know who you all are. We know you're.
2: up Yes, to that.
4: So, who put and in I'm, I'm going to a
0: cr- I'm going to agree with Enchiv yeah. here in Twitch. Ian Bell would have called it, didn't he worry about that lump, it'll probably be nothing.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've got the cr- cant- Cantankerous crystallian from Space Lenin. That's another, yeah, that could be a good one. Um, uh, do you remember ages <laughs> ago, Commander Yan went off and did a ship namer? He, y- yes. Because uh, that had quite a few possibilities in it, and I was actually, I was very pleased to see it got resurrected, I guess, on on Reddit the other day. Um, so I was just, you know, I was just trolling through Reddit, and I saw somebody was like, hey, have a look at this awesome ship name and I thought it was, it was uh, Commander Yans.
2: Yeah, it was a, a, a random sense. a random ship name generator. It was really quite clever. Well, it was, I thought you were going
0: random.
2: back to the days when he was um, hacking the alpha and beta clients and, and <laughs> changing his commander names at will. But he didn't mean oh, that. That was
0: so funny. No, I didn't mean that. That, that was very funny, though.
3: But
2: yeah, the NPCs are just uh, bad. The, the the NPC names. I I had uh, what was it? an an innocent bystander was one of the NPC names. I wasn't even up to anything. Um, and then you know, dick action. I've been I have been in battles with before, and there's nothing more humiliating than being destroyed by dick action.
0: <laughs> and welcome to the after show already. <laughs> God. You're
3: welcome.
4: <sighs> I'm. I'm not getting involved in this Docker-like conversation.
2: <laughs> hey, it's it the I, game? It's, it's, it's. totally and utterly. You know. It's. 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 You know. If it's good enough for the game, then you can see it at any time that you're playing. Therefore, uh, what certificate sort of, is the game actually? Therefore, we can say it. <laughs> I'm sure that's how it works, but yes, it, you know th- there are some interesting and hysterical name combinations out there that make you absolutely laugh when you're when you're shooting at people, and the and the clever ones that are out there are funnier. But even better, you know, having your station docking at station placeholder is you know that's the kind of things <laughs> that do make you giggle. Yes,
4: because you know that someone will have actually put in station placeholder as the name, won't they?
0: Yeah. Well, you got Bobby Drop Tables.
5: Bobby Drop Tables. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. But well, there's 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 some silly system names, aren't there? There's Lips. There's mm. Two Ladies. And there's some other random ones as well. Yeah. Yeah, great.
2: there's a whole lot of random things. I'm pretty sure I've got the monkey one bookmarked to go
3: and visit
0: <laughs> at some point <laughs> in the future. <coughs> oh dear. I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, alien saying we should now be peggy 105. You're probably quite right there. Yeah. What's this? Can we do what? Okay, I'm, I'm, I am I'm don't know if I should even say this. Can we do Quiplash now then ask Space Lennon? What? Quiplash is a
2: quiz game where the first eight players in get to submit the answers and everybody else in the audience gets to play along and vote for their favourite answers out of them. And on Friday night, I think we potentially risked my last night ever being able to Twitch with some of the most horrifically offensive answers I have ever seen. Even Cards Against Humanity would have left less taste, bad taste in our mouths. And I'm not even going to mention it. I just put that down to the... The Drabble Show.
4: (laughs) Yeah, that's just the Drabble Show. I mean, basically, you've got to put up with a whole load of um, reprobates who listen to that one, don't they?
2: Yeah, it is, but the uh, the Quiplash is great fun, actually. Um, I don't know if any of you are familiar with the game You Don't Know Jack. It was a quiz game from Crikey Wayback, which was kind of like a very quirky and fun and and just slightly rude but not crude uh, quiz game that you could play with your friends at home on your PC or your... Was it even Atari? No, it would have been PC. Um, And it had loads of different rounds and it's good fun. And it's just basically made by the same makers of that and it's very similar in style. Like an American quiz show, it's quite good. We'll do it one day. We'll we'll do it one day. Okay, well, maybe even do it. That's Yeah, well... You could do it to elite me absolutely. Everyone just logs in on a mobile device and puts in the room code in a part of the game. So yeah, we could certainly do it on the main screen, at elite me, and thoroughly <laughs> offend everybody. It'll be awesome. Don't let Simon and, uh, play. Yeah. Equal opportunity offending
0: is always good. <laughs>
2: Indeed. So, do you want to? Um, are we, I didn't quite catch your message because I'm actually trying to still finish off my uh, imperial ranking. Um, trying to become a king so that I can tell John Stabler what to do. You're Imperial what Imperial ranking. Uh, oh, rank, ranking? Yes. Um, yes, ranking. Ben. Okay. It's been going really well so far. But uh, I, as I say, I want to be king so that I can tell John Stabler what to do.
4: Hey, I don't suppose you, your mission stacking, aren't you?
2: I am mission stacking like a stacky missioner and you know sometimes it's a piece of mince you actually dock you sell your missions and while you're selling, closing down your missions you can see 8 to 10 data missions there and you only need 20 to fill your, your slots mm. and so you know you're you're half filled so you know you go make a cup of coffee come back and you're done, it's awesome and then other times not so good, <laughs> not so good at all and you end up just flying to the other station with nothing because war's broken out. And they're all just, i tell you what though, I can make a killing in massacre missions. Unfortunately, I'm in a shieldless asp. And so that's not going to happen.
0: I, I was in my asp as well. No, I, I, have to, I stopped when I got to Duke and I was like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll hang, up, hang up my ranking now and move on. Anyway, should we, should we move on to some adverts and then we'll get on to the, the meat of the show?
2: Sounds like a great idea! Uh, Okay, I get to pick, so I'm going to go for this one! Uh, Enjoy, I have no idea- oh no it's not, that's
0: the radio edit. There we go. It's after nine o'clock.
2: a ship, choose a career, choose a cargo, choose a f***ing big ship, choose palladium gold and electrical tin openers, choose good health, low cholesterol and ship insurance, choose fixed interest loan repayments, choose a space station, choose your friends, choose leisure wear and matching luggage, choose a paint job and hire purchase in a range of f***ing colours, choose decals, exploration and wondering where the f***ing... You are on a Sunday morning. You sitting in that chair, running mind numbing, spirit crushing trade routes, stuffing fucking junk food in your mouth. And Jews rotting away at the end of it all, pissing your last in the void with no one out there to hear you bury or do anything as you drift away in cold space. Until some f**ker comes along to steal your ship, your cargo, and your clothes, leaving your bones floating out in space. Choose your future. Choose life. But why would I want to do a thing like that? I choose not to choose life. I chose something else. Are there reasons? There are no reasons. Who needs reasons when you've got onion heads?
1: cup of tea. Yorkshire gold, if you have it. Double Yorkshire gold. (laughs) And if you don't have it, you're dead. Lave Radio, broadcasting to every corner of the galaxy. Hey buddy, why the long face? Exploring is boring! What? What makes you say so? Because I have to scoop for fuel at every single star! And then the voices I hear in the store tell me to... the Whoa! Sounds like you've got a case of space madness! What you really need is really big gas tank! What? With really big gas tank, you'll be sailing the Milky Way in style and comfort! No more hanging out at every stupid star just a refuel fuel, it's as easy as honk and go. <coughs> Gotta get to Beagle Point for a romantic interlude? Just honk <coughs> and go. Wanna be the buckiest ball in the galaxy? Just honk and go. And if you fill your really big gas tank with patented Jumbonium 5000, you can honk and go, go, go. <coughs> Gee, thanks, mister. No, thank you really big gas tank, because why wait when you can honk and go? 5,000 has been known cause extra arm growth, outdoor and spontaneous face. Use only as
0: And a huge shout out to Commander Ignatius trade Riley for doing absolutely freaking awesome adverts and we love him. Um, anyway, moving on to the meat and potatoes of the show. So, last night... Colin, Fosser, and I got together for about 20-odd minutes to talk about Fosser's thoughts on 2.3. Let's talk about 2.3 then, shall we, chaps? Why not? So, as we all know, the key features, and I'm about to crash into somebody, the key key features of 2.3 are the camera creator, the camera creator? The, what's it called again? The camera thing.
4: Right, okay, you've got the vanity cameras, you've got Hollow Me, and you got you've got multiplayer. Yes.
0: Yeah. And you've got the dolphin. Mm. No?
4: Yeah. Mm, um, yeah, well, yeah, it's nice to see the dolphin in there. It's just, um, you know, it's a, a small liner. I'm afraid to say the passenger missions... Well, I suppose it would be a good introduction to passage of missions without having to go for the whole hog of a of a, an orca, but. Um, but you're not. It, it hasn't grabbed me yet, I mean, I've yet to still fly that ship yet. You never know; I might fly I, the ship and think it's the best thing since uh, since the furlands.
0: I don't know about you, actually, and I feel slightly bad about this, but I, yeah, you know, I kind of don't really feel much point on the. Of the ships, um, sorry, I'm trying. To, I'm being. Anyone on the stream can see what I'm doing, and I'm being very naughty. I'm trying to get into, uh, get distracted. I'm trying to dock in Commander Raven Calaria's ship whilst he's docking, and that makes for terrible, terrible audio podcasts. So yes, um mm. i don't, I I don't really see the point of the orca, the and the uh the, was it the beluga? I can't remember now.
4: The dolphin you mean.
0: No, then the middle one. Orca. The orca's the big one.
4: No the orca's the medium no, the, one, isn't it? The, the, oh, the, the orca's the
0: medium one. so what's, what's the big one then? Blue the beluga. Oh that's right, was the beluga then. Yeah. And yeah, I know that basically they get these dedicated cabins for VIPs. But I just don't, I don't know how big a market there is for any of those ships.
5: I think, I think um, kind I think of, that's a shame. They're kind of Marmite ships. I mean, I know some players that just use the um, Orca or Beluga and just mm. do tourist destination trips because they think it's really pretty because there's some really yeah. good community stuff that, you know, people have put those suggestions into Frontier. Frontier have put those sightseeing beacons in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it's kind of a marmite thing, really. I've, I think I've done one or two passenger missions
0: ever. But I'd rather... I, w- I would rather do it in my Anaconda or my, an Imperial Cutter if, you know, or my Asp Explorer or something like that rather than in an Orc or a Beluga.
4: No, the unique selling point for those things are the the VIP, the VIP. passenger missions, yeah. and that that's the unique selling point. Yeah, um, you've got to. I think in in those cases, you've got to at least try a, a couple of those missions with uh, with a VIP and see how things go. From what I understand, for people who have done it, they've actually quite enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that the Dolphin is a. If you just want to try it. Uh, then set up a dolphin. It should be cheap enough. And and see whether that kind of play appeals to you. Um, the Orca does have its advantages. We're still one of the fastest ships. I haven't been able to catch an Orca. Okay. Um, with, have with they my...
0: improved the jump range on them?
4: Oh, I don't know about that. You'll have to ask Grant. He's the expert. It
0: was, it was the jump range <laughs> that really... Puts me off them as ships, especially for these, especially for using them for exploring and for doing these passenger missions where you're you're flying off to Sagittarius A in a blooming ship that's got a seven light year range. You know, it's mad.
4: Trying anyway. to go into Colonia in a fifteen light year range
0: thing—that's <laughs> driving me
4: nuts. It, it, it's, I'm, I'm hearing voices.
0: Have you, have you made it to the first waypoint yet?
4: I've been sick for the last week and a half. Of course I haven't. Well, that <laughs> so, gives
0: you the perfect opportunity to go and do it.
4: What? And I mean, I've already lost another 7% of Hull just landing on a on one gravity planet. Oof. I'm not going to be doing that anymore.
0: Yeah, I have to admit, I made that mistake <laughs> when I was flying out to Colonia. I was like, you know, I was getting into the role-playing of it. I was thinking, right, I'm, I'm going off to bed for the night, go off and land... And then, actually, when the, my problem was when the game uh, came back into game, when the game went into, whatchamacallit, uh, when I went back into the game anyway, I was, the game spazzed out, basically, and I lost 30% of my hull, which was kind of painful. Um, but thankfully, Frontier said, yeah, that's a snafu and fixed me up, so yay mm-hmm. for them.
4: I mean, although the the dolphin doesn't the dolphin ship itself doesn't excite me too much, it might give people a taste for the VIP passenger missions, which is supposed to be the you know the one of the highlight points of 2.2. It's not something that I've done yet. It's, it's still on my to do list, but mm. you know, it might be just a nice cheap way to get in there.
0: Maybe, maybe. Right. Well. I believe Fuzzer is ready to talk to us again, so should we try bring him back in and then we can go off and talk about our take on multicrew?
2: Absolutely. Right. So, okay, fingers crossed this sounds nice and pleasant to your ears, everybody. And of course when you listen back to the show, you'll have no idea on the podcast that this ever happened.
0: It'll be like As so often
2: <laughs> magic. As so often happens. Yeah, right. So
0: okay. podcast listeners miss so much.
2: <laughs> Yeah, you much better. Listen to us live. This this is much better. Honest. Totally professional. Here we go. Let's try this now. Uh, it might deafen you guys, but I'll fix that in a second. Um, And what we'll do is we'll do start... Do the thing. We'll start... Do the thing. Grant, do the thing. We'll do the thing where I, I, I send it to the right places so that you guys can actually hear it. That'll be better, wouldn't it? Okay, here we go.
6: Roghole. Thanks, guys. Obviously... <laughs> there's a chance that I'm not on the show. So if you're listening to this, then I am definitely not on the show and I'm still stuck at work, but because we've got 2.3 and because it's such a, a big uh, announcement, I thought it would be cool just to, uh, to put a few thoughts down, uh, as I had Colin and Ben, uh, around and available the night before Monday night. What are we doing? This Monday night, isn't it Monday? Yeah. Monday night. So, uh, so 2.3. So, uh, multi crew and hollow me and ship names. Uh, I'm going to start off with, uh, with ship names, because actually, um, most of my sort of um, thrill about two point three, and a lot of my um, my sour grapes about two point three, is all around the immersion aspects of Leak Dangerous*. Um, which I will come on to in a little bit but certainly when it comes to ship names I think this is something obviously the community have been crying out for it since oh my god since what way back in the, the DDF we were talking about ship names and how cool it would be to actually you know, have a permanent name for your ship and Crikey! If I think about the DDF, there was also at one stage a a topic about trying to link the um, the reputation of your ship to the ship name. So you had a ship, you gave it a name, and as the as you did various deeds and and feats throughout the galaxy, that ship name and that ship actually gained a, a reputation. Um, and then, obviously, that reputation got sold on if you if you sold the ship. At, um, that's obviously probably not going to be how the the ship name iteration is appearing for 2.3. But still, I think in terms of the immersion, in terms of getting attached to each individual ship, uh, the ability to name it I think is going to be one of the one of the huge step forwards. So uh, I think certainly for my orange sidewinder, I will probably be calling it the Dirty Wrench. Um, what about you, Ben? Colin, what have you got any ideas for your first ship names?
0: Yep, I've got all my ships actually already named in Anara. I've got my Asp Explorer, which is goes by the name of Looking For. <laughs> my Anaconda, which is kind of an explorer. it was done when I named it it was done as an explorer one. And that was called Waiting to Unfold, which is actually one of the lines from the Listless Hobo song. You know, the theme song from that.
6: Waiting to unfold?
0: Waiting to unfold is one of the lines in that. Is it?
6: It is. Having sung the theme tune to The Littlest Hobo many times, Ah, I'm trying
0: to figure
6: out whereabouts in that song that. Okay, I'm gonna have to look for this. The Little Hobo lyrics. No, I can't think of anywhere where it's actually said that. Hang on. Oh, dear.
0: There's a world that's waiting to unfold. A brand new told no one's ever told. Uh, okay. We've journeyed far, but you uh, won't be long. We're almost there. We've paid our fare <laughs> with the hobo
6: song. Okay, fine. Yeah. but, uh, but lesser known... Um, lesser known... Um...
0: No, I- I'm not naming things, obviously.
6: Um, obviously.
0: And my, final, my <laughs> final one is my smuggling Imperial Cutter, which is called Perfectly Innocent. <laughs> nice,
6: nice Colin, have you got any names for
4: yours? Ooh, I've got nine ships and they've all got names oh, cool. <laughs> so we've got uh, the Asp Explorer, which is Sanctimonious we've got uh, the Orange Sidewinder, which is round life uh, I've got a uh, uh, an Imperial Courier called Speedy <laughs> a, a type 9 heavy called the big ugly fat fellow
3: <laughs> uh,
4: or big jobs as I like to call him. nice <laughs> and of course my uh, top of the range Fertilance which is called Fortitude so yeah um, I've got plenty of Ships and they've all got names, but I'm not going to give them all away because then otherwise people will spot me.
6: (laughs) Yeah, so I do hope the ship name thing is uh, not going to have stacks and stacks of repeated names all over the galaxy. I hope you can choose a ship name and it has to be a unique ship name, uh, even though that's probably going to result in a number of ships being called 11111 at the end of whatever it is the Millennium Falcon 11111. Oh, wow. yeah we'll have serenity and things exactly serenity 69 and stuff like that um, which won't be great but I think probably to have the kudos of having the uh, that original name uh, with no numbers or anything behind it I think would be uh, would be quite cool um, so no so ship names is definitely one of the things that I'm really looking forward to for 2.3 uh, hollow me. I think... I mean, you guys are probably going to cover this on the show. You've probably already talked about it. But Hollow Me, I think, is the best character creator I have seen in any game um, ever, to be honest. I mean, I've seen some pretty decent character creators. I've seen some really sort of in-depth stuff before in terms of manipulating cheekbones and various bone structures and densities of colouring and stuff. But this is just phenomenal. Um, I can see... I can see me sitting there and doing a I don't know what 75% accurate version of myself you know, maybe with less of a pot belly and maybe a few more hair follicles. Ultimately it would be the right right age and the right ugliness. Something we haven't uh, seen
0: is the manipulation of body sizes and body types yet.
4: All I can say is I think we're going to, knowing the artistic ability of some commanders, we're going to have a lot of fugly commanders out there.
6: <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that but, uh, you know, from my perspective about playing Elite dangerous, it's all about trying to put myself into this universe, so I will probably be trying to um, trying to do something, uh, a similar fact similar to, uh, to what I look like in real life. Um, but again, yeah, no, Ben, you're absolutely right, we haven't seen anything where they've manipulated the actual body form yet um possibly they would argue in this sort of century diet pills are all the rage or you know body manipulation so we don't have any uh <laughs> anybody left of my particular body frame well first, we need hobbits century. and we need giants don't we hobbits and giants but no fat people yeah <laughs> i think is what i'm saying
4: it's easy for them to be fat people in space you just need to watch Wally.
6: Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It depends on whether or not you know whether or not they're taking their realism from Wally, or whether or not they're taking it from, uh, you know, from the, the hope that medical science in the next ten years will have uh, solved obesity uh, <laughs> right. in the real world. So, well, no, that's what um, that's what the whole world's working towards when it comes to pharmaceuticals. The, the majority of people, after solving the you know, the, the issue of uh, male <laughs> erectile dysfunction um they are currently working on male pattern baldness uh they are working on arthritis and they are working on dementia and they are working on obesity so at the moment with all the obesity surgery and stuff that you can do at the moment yeah i think that's probably only got a maybe a 10 or 15 year lifespan before a pharmaceutical company will come up with a killer pill that literally just makes people thin again that's where all the money is
0: i thought you already had like S- spray on hair in a can or something. <laughs>
6: yeah that's uh, not exactly the uh, that's not the answer people are looking for it's certainly not the answer i was looking for um but no in terms of you know what the big pharmaceutical giants are working on it's not so much a cure for cancer because that's not really where the money is um it's things like male pattern baldness where you know they know that there's a, a massive market out there for us um that's, it's really quite depressing it. isn't it it is yeah that's, that's the capital world that we live in um yeah, because cancer doesn't pay enough. That's why. I think that's absolutely true. Cancer doesn't pay enough. Um, whereas there's a, an aging population out there. If you can get a cure for arthritis, and certainly with my rugby playing days behind me, I'm quite hoping that they get a cure for arthritis that I can pop a pill for. Because uh, by the time I get to the sort of age where it's going to be a suffering from it, I'm I'm ugh, I'm not looking forward to it at all. So I want to have my my joints need to work and my hair needs to grow. Um, Fortunately, I don't need any purple pills yet, or any blue pills. Um, but that's already sorted. If that was ever an issue. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. So Hollow Me. Um, as I say, it's I, I am pretty confident that we are going to be able to design whatever facsimile that we want um, in the game, which is which is great, and I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. Uh, on the whole, I am very very positive about um, about Hollow Me. Um, where I'm slightly less impressed, uh, and again, this this is early beta and stuff, so I might uh, I might be doing them a disservice here. Uh, is the fact that the there doesn't seem to be any linking of the Hollow Me to um, any of the in-game characters that we already have now. With the bulletin boards and all the people that you see at stations and stuff, there's a there's a massive uncanny valley um, going on at the moment, and if they were to replace those characters with people that were generated from the Hollow Me interface, um, I think yeah, the, the level and the standard of interaction that we get with NPCs in the game would go through the roof. Um, would you guys agree with that? I thought they were based on it. It was just a first version. I'm with Colin there. So, do we think, because there was nothing in, because I was, I was keeping my eye on this, there was nothing mentioned in those streams, and obviously we've got the QA tomorrow as well. Uh, so, I'm hoping. Do to. we? There's a QA stream on Tuesday and Thursday, isn't there? Nothing. I have not. I've not seen anything announced for that yet Uh, okay well
0: it was mentioned they're going to be doing one but it's not I I don't think I've seen anything confirming
6: when uh, I just assumed that they would be doing them as pretty much as soon as they uh, they could on the Tuesday and Thursday but if not we shall keep the question until they are actually doing a Q&A but yeah if that's the case, if they're going to update all the NPC uh, stuff that we get in game with the with the HoloME interface, fantastic. Uh, if they're not, I think it's a bit uh, it's a bit of a shame, um, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if um, if these were two separate systems uh, that don't talk to each other, because that's kind of a frontier thing to do. I, I think you're wrong there. I think that the hollow
4: me technology has been based on um, the <laughs> the so-called uncanny Valley portraits that you've had before and it's just one of these frontier things which has been iteratively developed
6: yeah I hope you're right because um, that would be uh, that would be awesome um, and leads you on to the the other thing which is we saw no mention at all in terms of our NPC crew members um, being sitting, being sitting, uh, being in our ships uh, with us. Um, now I know in terms of the um, the multi-crew and stuff, all of that, where people are sort of beaming in and getting sort of projected into the seats, and I'm fine with that. But what I would have liked to have seen is a real representation of the NPCs sitting in the empty chair beside you. And that was one of the things, in terms of the immersion factor. that was one of the things I was really looking forward to from, um, from this iteration, is that we'll actually start to see and maybe form a bit more of a bond with the pilots that we are uh, we're hiring to join our crews.
0: I agree with you there, but I think, aren't they meant to be down in the fighter bay
6: ready to scramble? Um, no, because they're not in the fighters, are they? They just they remotely control the well,
0: fighters. Maybe they're down there hitting the fighter with a wrench as well when it gets broken.
6: <laughs> yeah, but if you've got two seats in a Cobra Mark III, you would imagine that you're going to see your NPC character sat next to you
4: the npc character they've they 've said that lives in the hangar
6: right yeah i 'm with so, you i 'd love to see them in in the cockpit as well yeah, I just thought this would be a considering the hollow me technology and thinking how it all links in, and especially if if you guys are correct that the the billboard stuff is just the first iteration of hollow me and actually. You know, when this comes out we'll see all of those refreshed with the next generation then surely it should be quite an easy thing to uh, project those pilots into uh, into the cockpit with you unless it's a question of um, you know memory and having a, a real life representation representation taking up more memory and mean more resources than just having a picture which I'm guessing it probably does
4: well Ed Lewis was there saying that there's extra stuff to come this could come under that
6: yeah fingers crossed because that would be quite cool um, but then it also begs the question with this whole hollow and projection stuff, and it was one of the things that, Ben, you mentioned in our, our live radio chat, is the fact that, you know, are we actually... On any of these ships, or are we all sat on the founders' world in Shinrata Desra, like that episode of Red Dwarf back to reality, just plugged into uh, plugged into a virtual reality? And the only poor buggers that are actually flying around on these ships are the NPCs that we pick up at stations, and that's why they die when we lose the ships. The rest of us are all just sat in a cocoon somewhere on the founders' world, just projecting ourselves into the ships.
4: Then how do you explain the ships dying when you run out there?
6: Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a breaking cannon.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't want to poo poo this, but I think this two point three seems very much immersion out the window and let's go, let's dial up the fun.
6: Yeah, absolutely and you can certainly see that in the, is the case with the, uh, the multi-crew. Um, the multi-crew for me, and again we haven't played it yet and I, I'm looking forward to playing it um, but it's not quite what I was hoping for in my head when it came to multi-crew. Um, I had an idea of you know, sitting in a turret like the Millennium Falcon uh, with all my mates and stuff and um, you're blasting away like Luke Skywalker. It seems a bit more sort of hand wavy than that in terms of the fact you're sort of you can target anything 360 around the ship and it's all a bit sort of more drone esque, um, which which is a bit of a shame. But I do quite like the fact that people can project into your ship, um, and I certainly love the way that they uh, they do that as a mechanic. Um, but yeah, in terms of the actual sort of not going into turrets and not having sort of like a turret view I thought that was a, a bit of a shame and a bit of an immersion breaker
4: Well, to tell you the truth, I mean, as part of research onto this um, I looked up both I War 2 and Freelancer, which, which have similar kind of mechanics And to be honest, as long as it's not like Freelancer and more like the iWar 2 model. I don't think we've got anything to worry about.
6: In what sense? What? How did they differ? Though? Well, the, um,
4: basically, iWar 2 um, it gave you the the same kind of gun view, and you were able to to manoeuvre the ship in that kind of uh, uh, sort of third person. But you never lost the feeling that you were still flying the ship. It was actually a very intuitive system, and they had it set up like and it looked as if they would had it set up like that however if it was like Freelancer you couldn't fly the ship except in third person and and basically I thought Freelancer lost a lot of things a lot of immersion because you were flying in third person personally I hope that um, well of course we can't make our mind up until we actually play it uh, but I suspect it would be more like the War 2 model. And to tell you the truth, that's not a bad thing.
0: Also, turning it on the head, when was the last time you actually ran a turret in a manoeuvring ship, especially a human manoeuvring ship? Like, say, the closest I can think of is, like, you're doing a turret in a B-52 or something like that. And have you ever actually tried to hit something in that...
6: Yeah, absolutely. There's a few that uh, there's a few um, fighter sims where it's challenging. But as long as you're going in a certain direction towards a uh, like a bombing site and stuff, and the fighters are coming from behind you and things, it can actually be quite cool.
0: From um, unpredictable things, yes, it can be. But when you're effectively you're dogfighting, it's a nightmare to do.
6: Yeah, no. I don't get it wrong. Right. It can be, and it really can be. And I think we've seen that in a game. I mean, what's the most recent example we've got? Probably Paul's GTA. Got well, pulsar. If you think about it, that's exactly what you've got. You've got a ship with somebody else controlling it, and you're trying to uh, shoot the attackers. And yeah, you know, the, the guy who's controlling the ship is is trying to uh, try and dodge and weave and stuff. And nine times out of, out of ten, all he's actually managing to do is take the uh, attacker out of <laughs> line of sight. Yes, um, which can be very infuriating. So I can see how this solves that problem, um, but again, it is a bit of an immersion breaker for me. Now,
0: no, I agree with you, but I don't. I think
6: again it's what they've given us is going to be a lot more fun
0: than sitting in the Millennium Falcon's turrets and trying to hit something while somebody is flying like a numpty and spinning and dodging and everything and you have a fraction of a second to get your turret on target.
6: Yeah, but I mean, again, when are flying like a numpty, if your turret is sat on top of the ship and you've got, you know, not so much 360, but if you can go all the way around in a circle, which is 360, Yeah. Know, um, so if you've got that, even just from the top of the ship, uh, that would, on the whole, uh, get rid of most of those issues. Any time it's not going to work is when the, the fighter or the uh, enemy ship goes underneath the ship. But, you know, you can probably take that on board
0: I don't know about you though you know I especially if I'm going up against uh, ships flying plasma cannons I'll fly at them and I'm basically rolling all the time whilst I'm going against ships with plasma cannons just to
6: basically dodge out of their way yeah but as long as you're rolling towards them um then a mo- top mounted turret will still be okay for that and if you think back to um frontier for those people that had a panther clipper in frontier the turret uh that was sat on the top of the panther clipper um was a similar sort of set but it could move 360 and actually that worked really really well and was e- really quite easy to control
4: maybe so i, d- I don't think you're i think a lot of people are worrying too much um if if you could fire all the turrets at once then yeah i'd agree you'd probably have an immersion breaker but in this case it still takes the turret firing arcs into account and i think that will make all the difference you're still going to have to communicate with the pilot in order to get the best uh firing solution on targets that come in otherwise you'll be only fired with one gun instead of two or maybe even three So, you know, there's still that need to be able to communicate between the the crew in order to get the best out of your turrets.
6: Yeah, and another thing which again we're speculating wildly on here, the the buffs that you get for having uh, crew members in the ship, so an instant scan, an instant kill warrant and things like that. Uh, I'd really like as part of this iteration uh, if you were to hire a crew member um, for things like the Cobra that doesn't have a fighter bay it would make a point to have a crew member in that seat next to you and if you did have a crew member then you too would get these instant buffs for, for scanning or for the kill warrant scanner or stuff like that. Just something that suggests that this co-pilot that you've got next to you is actually doing something in a similar way to the multi-crew aspect does as well. Well, you've
4: always got the extra power pip. That will make a whole difference.
6: Yeah, absolutely. extra power pip in terms of what putting an extra crew member in.
4: Yep. every single crew member you get in, you get one extra power pip that they can maneuver, that move about on the power distributor. Oh.
6: Uh...
0: Is that already t- tell me that's not already in the game It's not already in the game it means no. that Excellent. basically we've got six pa- we've got six pips at the moment that we can distribute yeah. and that'll go up to seven pips effectively or is eight that- or eight if you've got two crew members. Is that
6: planned or is that just speculation no, That's
4: that, in two we, three we, it, they demonstrate they demonstrate it on the live stream.
6: Ah oh, I missed that point. Perfect. So that's quite similar then to um for those people that have played um FTL Faster Than Lights on the uh, the iPad and on the uh, on Steam where if you have uh, a crew member manning a station not only do you get the energy for that you also get an extra pit point in the uh, in the subsystem. Um cool. Okay, well that is awesome. Um and it finally makes some of the paying some of the wages for these guys worthwhile. Yeah, the way. Yeah, absolutely. And that almost yeah, that almost would be fine in terms of I'd be happy with that, even without having the extra buffs for the scanners and stuff. It just proves that they're actually doing something, which, again, helps with the immersion factor of it all.
0: One thing which I'd love, and I don't think I've seen this, maybe you guys have, but if I, from what I remember from the when they were in the turrets you are fixed to the galactic plane, but when you're in the camera creator you can either fix lock to the cre- galactic plane or you can lock to your ship, can't you?
4: Yeah, I think you lock to your ship
0: um, um, but you can toggle it so you can lock to one and then because they toggled it off and you could see the ship rotating didn't they
4: mm. I think the only problem I've got is going to be the controller method because um, if you have like quick two precision mouse turrets then I think that would give a, a turreted a ship oh. too much of an advantage
0: I'm hoping I'm hoping for that to be honest rather than having to use my gamepad or something for it I, so, I use my I use my mouse. For my hmm.
2: Um, that seems to be the end of the file. <laughs> okay.
0: Oh, well, that's the end of the file. Uh, I would think I was saying something like I use my mouse for the turret on my SRV. I think that's what I said. Yeah, I think you, I think you do. <laughs> no, I know I do. Well, should we go straight into that point then, while seeing as I started on it?
4: Um, well, I, th- I think Marshall should have a uh, a quick going over because uh, I think we've all had a, a little bit of the same. well Grant hasn't. Oh, well, of course, Grant
0: hasn't. Yeah, but um, yeah, Grant, Marshall, take it away.
2: Yeah, well, uh, Marshall, I'll, I'll let Marshall go first and see what you know what you agreed with with Foz and stuff, and then I'll 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 chime in later.
5: Hey, thank you, thank you. Uh, it was quite interesting listening to that uh, at several points, I wanted to kind of interrupt, um, and then I remembered, oh, it's a recording, <laughs> so I couldn't. Um, but yeah, lots of interesting points, um, talking about the um, the hollow me and the immersion, um, and there's been lots of, um, just reading the Frontier forums over the last few days, it, there's been lots of people saying, oh, it's turning into an arcade game, you know, with the external cam because it's if you watch the live stream, you'll notice that you can actually pilot your ship in third person now, or in third, you know, away from your ship and that camera can really, really pan away from your ship. And I think Ed confirmed that you can, um, you can actually do that in an SRV. So if you want to drive your SRV kind of GTA style, um, that could be fun. So yeah, there is, I think there is always going to be that argument against, you know, is it a space sim? Is it a bit more fun? Um, I'm kind of on the, on Obviously the side Obviously, if
0: of, you're in camera mode, you don't have any of your heads-up displays or anything no, like that.
5: No, but you can drive. I mean, if you want to go for a oh, journey, yeah. um, and it, I, I assume all of your things like pig management, etc., would work. It's just that you can't It looked
0: like it did, yes, because they yeah. were certainly shooting and stuff, weren't they, and targeting. Yeah,
5: yeah so I, th- I think for a bit of fun, and then certainly if you can do it in your SRV it will be quite jolly, kind of pottering along, doing all mm. kinds of crazy stuff. And the stunts, you know, you can do rolls and all kinds of crazy stuff in an SRP. So I can't wait to see what the, uh, you know, the Obsidian Ants of the Elite World uh, can, can do with... Isn't the, isn't
0: the Obsidian Ant of the Elite World Obsidian Ants?
5: Exactly. he's <laughs> Ants. <laughs> but I think, you know, I mean, hand on heart, I, I'm, I'm more of the side um, for fun. I mean, just going back to the big decision, you know, the ship transfer, the instant transfer thing, um, or not, as well as what got through, it's a pain in the backside. I, I, know, I know, you know, it would break the immersion if the ship transfers were instant. Um, but there's something about, yeah. You know, if I come home from work, I know I can't do anything if I want, say, a, one of my other ships, a combat ship and I'm in an ASP, I know that I'm going to have to either fly to where that ship is and pick it up, or I'm going to have to transfer it and then, I don't know, go and make dinner for half an hour whilst that ship boots. Um, so I'm kind of on more of the fun side. But yeah, there's lots of fun stuff. It all looks lovely. Um, and I think, yeah, for the hardcore uh, sim people, maybe not so much, but, but there's been loads of fun things that I've seen for the community. I mean, the ship tour I can't remember the actual name of the guys that have put it together, but they I think it's called Space Tours or something, where you can. They're saying that, obviously, once 2.3 is released, they'll offer you a seat. You want to see what Sagittarius A looks like for 20 minutes, or hollow me into my ship, and you can see it. Or you want to see some of these wonderful nebulas, or I don't know, maybe the alien brain trees or something. You can hollow me into their ships. So I think fun is uh, for me for 2.3 so yeah that's my take on it
2: okay go? yeah it's fair enough no I, I've got one massive uh, issue with Hollow Me and I can't remember if I went into it last week on our non-show show or not
0: <laughs> yes we know you're not allowed to have euphoria in hollow of me all right grant
2: <laughs> no, it's, just- it's just not so much that i mean here, okay so here here's your choice. Tr- I'll, I'll i'll paint this picture it's you know the 34th century you're sitting there in your ship and you get a message you know that you have to go and to sort of project your holographic image into someone else's ship and that's pretty much where i've got an issue you know, I don't mind about the mind links and you know the whole fact of are we actually all in these ships or not? We're not. We're sitting in front of a computer. But you know, that's nothing beside <laughs> the year that are there. And when you start talking about you know being able to model your body types in the game, it just further helps me get more and more frustrated with the fact of why the hell bother having a likeness let's face it you as a PC as a big spaceship commander are not going to want Aid Levice's holographic trolling fat flabby scantily latex clad pink nosed Mohican arse wipe sitting in the chair next to you and it's just a hologram stuff that I'm going to download the sexy assistant pack. I'm going to replace your hollow me with what I want to see in my cockpit. And that's what it should be. You know what I mean? Where would I want to see what you've decided to make your commander look like in my ship? No!
0: Get lost! I I can't (laughs) decide how I I think about that because it's a bit like, oh, modding Unreal 99 where you went off and just changed... All these command all these commanders, all these people who had like the dark skin or whatever and made it bright orange so you could see them from across the map.
2: <laughs> well you know what? It's one of these things. If you're a trucker I- do you have a photograph of your wife in the car? Or do you have page three models stamped around your cabin? You know what I mean? It's it's that kind of, not that I would want page three, you know, <laughs> some naked person that would put just me keep, off my just keep talking yeah some naked <laughs> commander sitting in the chair next to me putting me off my missions but it's you know especially when it comes to VR you're talking about modeling <laughs> mod- body types so you can have a I mean I know what my brother wants he wants to have a commander so obese that at a station if they want to keep everyone's immersion they'll have to have a means of removing the top half of his sidewinder to lift him out <laughs> that's what he wants and he really in the game. To eagle. can you imagine that you know that's what's gonna happen we're all gonna be sitting there going right let's get my friends in no worries and they'd be bringing in John stable and he's GTA us again some really scantily clad woman with a big pink cowboy hat on and a mustache you know what I mean this is just it's gonna break our immersions so I, I reckon hollow me your image should be controlled by the commanders whose ship you're jumping into is that unreasonable I-
5: I'm How'd just get... thinking, yeah. Well, that was don't... just going it makes sense. Um, Frontier have said no NPC crew for a little while, or at all, have they? Which is a bit of a shame.
0: Mm.
4: Well, no, there's a specific reason for that. Because they don't want you to have an NPC pilot then swapping over into the gunnery chair. Well, the gunnery chair is really only for the multiplayer or the multi-crew.
0: I'm not convinced by that, Colin. I really aren't. Um, if
4: they if they actually start implementing that, then um, I think that will be. Should it we for co-
0: me. should we cover do hollow me stuff first, and then we'll go on to that uh, rather than jumping
5: pot crudle? Did I not? Just didn't pot. Grant say that? You said that a couple of weeks ago. You? Yeah, yeah, Grant said yeah. it's pot crudles. <laughs> just add water.
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, now I I don't know. I don't know if I like the idea of Grant being able to control what my avatar looks like.
2: Only in my ship, not in your ship. That wouldn't be fair. That would be the same argument in reverse.
5: (laughs) You can be Doris in Grant. (laughs) I I should also
2: (laughs) also be able to adjust your voice as well so that it suits the avatar that I choose for you.
0: (laughs) My cockpit, my immersion, get it. my, My cockpit, my rules. (laughs) <laughs> Grant,
4: why don't you just block Ben so that he never turn his, turns his ugly face up? I mean, that, that, should, that should solve that problem.
0: solve oh, that could work as well. Oh, well, that will work, obviously.
4: Because that caused a whole load of hassle as well, the, you know, the, um, if, the blocking.
0: If it works my
2: way, every other player would get that wonderful quantum leap moment when they're in my ship, mm-hmm. and they go to the, the vanity camera and, the and go, what the hell? Oh, <laughs> right. Oh. Oh yeah, I like it, I like it. I
0: look down and go, oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, hello there. <laughs> wow. Uh. Yes, so yeah, I know, it's a totally ridiculous think The of me is yeah. amazing. I think the turret doesn't sit, I don't like it. I'll tell you what my, 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 my real sort of truthful issues were with the game is. Uh, what's the difference between being in a ship, being in your fighter, and being in the gun? Frackle. Exactly, it's not wildly different, so the third person thing might actually work at being a different way of playing, so it might work, and I will reserve my judgement on that until we get to beta and get a chance to try it, so I think that would be, you know, it could be a different enough, but it's... It is that fact that you're always in the same position in a ship. So you're either sitting there staring out the screen and controlling a ship, or you're sitting staring at a screen, staring out your fighter window, or you're sitting staring in a sort of screen for your cam for your guns, and then outside the ship for your gunfire. Which again, that is different. So that might be okay. Um, we just have to see how much fun it is. The thing that disappoints me most about and i and I'm not disappointed with it at all, but the thing that really was like, oh, no, was after playing Pulsar, after playing Artemis, after playing Starship Horizons and all these different multi-crew games, I was hoping for more to do as a crew member. However, again... I think what they've got looks special, it looks fun, I cannot wait to get a go at it and make a proper informed decision about whether or not they've hit the mark or not after we've tried it in beta, So, but I think it's just a shame that there's not more to do, because there's something funny in Pulsar when you say, why aren't you firing missiles and you get that garbled comms coming through because my weapons room's on fire. That's funny, you know, that's good gameplay. Um, so maybe we'll get things like that.
4: Well, you won't get things like that until you've got the, the walking around ships. Yeah. Once you get the walking around ships, then I think that they, they'll have to expand the, the multi-crew mm-hmm. role a bit more. But for the moment... Well, this this goes back to, to what I was doing earlier in the week. I mean, earlier in the week, as I, as I was telling Foz, I actually played a lot of the games that had this kind of third-person turreted view uh, and... X-Wing Alliance which didn't and I found the X-Wing Alliance thing so difficult to play I mean the the best of the three options was was the IWAR 2 gunnery station which is pretty similar to what they're going to implement but what did worry me was the fact that I don't want it to turn into a kind of freelancer arcade on rails shooter and I think that is what a lot of people are concerned about
0: yeah, I wouldn't worry about that. I'm not worried about that. Anyway, Colin, do you want to go back on to what you were saying about how you by the sound of it, it was like you're not keen on a NPC our well, our NPC to be able to fly our ship to allow us to jump into the gun turrets, yes?
4: Yeah, I'm not I'm not keen on that at all. Right, why not? Because I think that is the very essence of this freelancer uh, thing that I'm on about. Mm-hmm um because that to me would break what i consider to be the elite experience i got i got no problem with it being part of the multi uh, multiplayer experience but i don't want that to be part of uh, a single player experience where you say right you fly the ship mr npc crew member while i uh while i jump in the gun turret it, it just doesn't work
0: okay, So how work does that differ from you fly the ship, Mr. NPC, and I'll fly my uh, fighter? And it, why it, should it be any difference?
4: It differs because at the moment, I've, I've got a fighter defending my mining ship at the moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: At the moment, I'm still stuck in my cockpit.
0: Yes, but I you feel could I'm like in
4: my cockpit, and I could jump you can over jump into, the into the other your,
0: fighter. Yeah, you can jump into your fighter and fly your fighter and let your NPC on on your your main ship why Look,
4: because the mechanic would be too powerful it would take away from what I've ex- I consider the elite experience if I was able to jump into that third person um, gunnery station on a single player game it wouldn't be the same elite experience and I wouldn't be playing it
0: I mean, one of the things you're doing mining, you're saying at the moment, you'd be able to pass off mine it. You'd be able to. I'm not tell able to pass shit. off mining. No, but I'm you. not you, ab- I you know not that. Able, you've got-
4: just, just like, just like I am not able to pass over into the fighter and say, "Right, Mister Fighter Pilot, you carry on mining," because he doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Um, that means I have to take over the role of flying the fighter. Mm-hmm. at this moment in time, I'm actually mining with the protection of a fighter. Now, yeah. I don't want that same kind of role reversal happening with the gun turret. I do not want to be able to put an NPC in the pilot's seat and then ha- take over on the gunner station. To me, that that breaks elite for me, and okay, if that so happens, I won't be using it.
0: So what about if, let's say, you have mining turrets... How would how would you feel about that?
4: Well, this is the thing. In the particular ship that I've got, you won't have it. There's only one crew member station. Mm. I mean, we are talking the bigger ships. I mean, but personally... You I'm, know, would I'm, you
0: have any issues with, you know, jump, jumping into a turret and doing some mining using your turret?
4: Well, no, Ben. What really annoys me is that this kind of stuff is set up for multiplayer. It has mm. been designed for multi-crew. And... If you actually put this multi-crew interface into the single-player experience, it will destroy the single-player experience as it is. It will turn it into an arcade game. And I don't want that. I've got no problem with it being part of the multi-crew. I I think it actually looks quite good as a multi-crew. You'll still have to do a lot of teamwork. But as soon as you say, right, okay, I would like my NPC... Uh, to take over one of these roles uh to take over the helm role, I think that would be it
0: i, mean, uh, I kinda i don't know about how anyone else feels, but i I don't agree with you, but I kind of see where you're coming from
7: um, yeah, i just the- think
0: i'd think that my NPC pilot is even at competent and expert they do not do what I would want them to do, and there's no way for me to communicate that with them to and a good extent. The,
4: the other thing is that if you, if you do do that, then people will be starting to use that mechanic in, pl- in player versus player. Mm-hmm. And again, it, it, uh, I I'm, I'm, call me old-fashioned for this one, but I want to be able to fly the ship against other people I don't, want to be able, I don't want other, the, in the AI to fly the ship while I gun at other people. That's not the game I, I signed up for. And I'm not saying it will be, be I am just saying that this, what, the, what you're proposing about a single player having um, basically an NPC that can, that can mimic the multiplayer functionality, it, it, it just doesn't work. I mean, I'm okay for it being multiplayer. Don't get me wrong; it looks quite fun in multiplayer, but I do not want uh, basically um, a single uh, a single player experience where you switch where you can have an NPC fly the ship while you gun.
2: What about? Um, it's just it's again it's very similar but slightly <laughs> different. Uh, winging with an NPC, would that be something? I know that that's something that's probably on the cards. How does that feel? I mean, obviously, somewhat slightly different in that they're not flying your ship for you and allowing you to take advantage of the human versus AI imbalance.
4: Well, I've I've got no problem with that whatsoever. The um, the AI the wing the AI wingman that that seems absolutely fine. The point that I'm trying to make is that I do think that turret mechanic um, for a single crew, for a single person in the ship, I think that is too overpowered and would give too much of an advantage to uh, people who who dogfight that way. Everybody would be forced to play that way. Everyone would forget to to fly from the cockpit. They'd, They'd all just jump through into the gunnery station.
2: Yeah, I get I get you. Marshall or Grant. Yeah, no, I think I think it just just it comes down to the uh having something uh a, a sort of routine fly the ship for you in uh, your single player with shoe when you're shoe jumping in your fighter um Then you think you stand a chance of killing that target. Or if you're like me, you leave the AI in the fighter and you boost like a bugger until you get into jump range and then you leave it behind (laughs) because that's what it's for. Because the AI is never going to tackle your target, you know, a big target well enough, but he's certainly going to get in the way while you hightail it out of there. But it's not like a kind of. a situation where you've got another AI manning your your turrets, and you <laughs> you know keep flying in the same direction. I don't see the the kind of difficulty in that circumstance of having your guns uh, as an AI manning them any more than it is having them as turreted at the current state where they're managed and aimed by your ship anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I'll need to think about that whole putting a pilot in and then. Yeah, it's kind I mean, of an autopilot, really, isn't it?
4: Yeah, I mean, to tell you the truth, they have—they have not said that that's what's going to happen. We are only speculating that that's what's going to happen.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: Personally,
4: I—I or- I don't think they will. But
2: well, no, because they—they don't seem to be too fussed about you know balancing the, the routines out. They're quite happy to have that kind of you know the wing mechanic, as I say, is is very much a multiplayer aspect and not a single player aspect. You can't wing with an NPC at the current time. And mm-hmm. it, it's kind of again. Should you be able to? I think having your fighter is 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 really handy, and I've certainly you know really enjoyed that in my Type Nine. Having the ability, I've lost one Type Nine, and uh, when an Anaconda came in, and my fighter went out and promptly just disappeared. Um, I think he jumped. <laughs> <laughs> he jumped, left me behind. Uh, but you know, I, I quite like that sort of that, that kind of mechanism. I don't feel that that NPC uh, pilot is giving me any great advantage more than dropping a couple of tons of cargo and making a run for it. Um, I don't feel any. Obviously, there's it's the fighters are amazing. And when I jump in that fighter, I'm going to get right into the back of that ship and I'm going to sit there. But then I've got to watch an NPC fighter uh, pilot put my T9 at risk, which I really object to. Especially when you're in a fighter, taking your shields down, you look over at your T9, he's going, Oh, it's a little bit bumpy. Oh, I've lost a bit. Did you need that bit of this ship? And you're like, just, oh, for God, like, you get in the fighter and I'm going to have to jump out now because you're bloody useless. Um maybe I don't pay enough for my NPC fighters
0: I mean I, I've gone off and up to my fighter well, I upped them all the way to expert thing it was and then that person promptly died when I when I was I think it was actually the other week when I was on I was on stream and I was I got I alt tabbed out the game to talk to somebody and then when I came in I, I died and and killed my pilot um, but even when they were good, though, I didn't trust them to fly my main ship most of the time. Yeah, I'll jump, like when we're at the Orange Sidewinder, I'll trust them to hold my ship steady for me whilst I go and piss around at the fighter, but not whilst I was doing combat or anything like that.
2: Okay, I don't. I, don't I'm, I, I say it's one of these things that once we get a look at it and have a go at it, maybe your objections will become clearer to us, Colin. Uh, it's mm. just it maybe it's not something that's just not something I'm concerned about <sighs> at this point. But
4: no, you see the the whole point that I've been making, I've been defending the multiplayer aspect of things. The the, yeah. the multiplayer aspect of things. Saying yeah, it'll be fine as a multiplayer. I really do have an objection to where they suddenly say, right, okay, what we're going to do is allow an NPC crew to fly the ship or you gun, because that, to me, moves it into um, freelancer territory, and I didn't like freelancer.
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying. I just think that, well, and as Grant says, we'll have to see what they eventually do do. Um, yeah. I've not but, played
2: Freelancer, so it's but, very it's very hard for me to Yeah. I, I know these kind of turrets and space games are quite dull. Um and yeah, as you say, if it's just a mechanic that gives you that unfair advantage of being able to use that cam view to take out other players that are not using it, it that way. I, I just, you know, it, yeah. I don't
0: think it's gonna be that big a deal actually, because yeah, you know, I've seen my NPC flying and They're not that good. <laughs> <laughs> um and there's not that you you can't like I, I I don't know about freelancer but you know it was your ship you were basically steering your ship with your turret effectively yes Colin
4: something like
3: that
0: and um, I don't think we're ever going to get into that situation where the AI pilot will follow your turret the AI, AI pilot will do whatever the hell they want to do Um, and then you've got to work with your AI pilots at best. Now, maybe you might be able to say, attack my targets.
4: Well, you can at the moment.
0: Yeah. And can you do that in the main ship?
4: Uh, Yes. I've just done it.
0: Okay. So you can tell, so you can be in your fighter and tell your main pilots.
4: You can, you can, you can order, you can order your, your, your NPC pilot at the moment to um, mm. do a, a whole load of things like attack the other, uh, de- go into defence, yeah. uh, stature, you know, attack other ships, defend, you know, uh, hold position, that kind of stuff. You know, the, the standard stuff you used to get in Wing Commander and things like that. Which
0: right, I just want to go and so I, I've prob- jumped into my fighter.
4: The um. only pro- like I keep on saying, the only problem mm. I've got is that this thing. The f- the functionality for the for the turret, I have no problem with it in the multi crew environment. I just think that if they moved it into the uh, a single crew environment, or you know, putting an NPC where you're supposed to have a multi crew, I don't. I think that would ruin elite as it is, or it certainly ruin my experience because I'd I'd end up having to go back to solo because I know that everybody else would be using that kind of uh, turret, turret, thing in the in in the future.
0: I'm possibly doing something very very silly at the moment, but I've told my NPC to go off and attack the orange sidewinder. So I'm just wanting to see how well she does. Okay, she's taking the orange sidewinder's shields down. I'm not helping her at all. Um, yeah, you know, I'm just. I'm, it's not something I've ever tried, and I want to see what it does because. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying about the... You want to maintain control and you'd be handing that control off to your uh, your pilots. Oh. Um, no,
4: because I, I think that the... I mean, the The gunnery control is fine for, you know, the big ships. It's just that I, I think it would unbalance and change the game style so much for, for other ships that... You know, it wouldn't play the same anymore. And to tell you the truth, it, this is uh, uh, until they actually announce this kind of thing. It's it's, it's mute speculation
3: because
4: mm. this is this is the weird thing is that I actually have been been arguing for that kind of game mechanic in the multiplayer because it's going because it's going to be fun. I don't think I'm going. I think it will spoil things if. If you end up using NPCs to fill those roles, yeah, that, that's that's the difference, and I've I got a little bit of confusion to why everybody thinks that's a problem.
0: I think I, I I'm not convinced. I see it as an issue, but we'll you know we'll have to see what it comes in. Yeah, and yes, I mean my NPC pilots okay, slightly in balance that we've got an Imperial Cutter as a sidewinder but she did take it down to 6-9% hull before the police jumped in and I'm, running, I'm now going to run away. So you're right. No, oh, I'm doing it for science.
2: Yeah, I think NSHIV is suggesting they've specifically said that they're not going to do that, Colin. I think, I think that's what they're saying. Uh, do, 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 you see, do, that's do. the
4: thing that I was, I was under the impression they were going to do that as well. They, they were not going to have this NPC fly your ship thing. This was supposed to be a multiplayer-only um, function.
0: Benefit.
5: Yes. Yeah, I, I, go I think on, is, I, no, I, I just think, just reading all of the Frontier things that they've said, I think that's, that's what it'll be. It'll just be multiplayer. You won't get the NPCs in the, um, the other seats or, or anything else. It is, as you say, just multiplayer. At least everything that I've read from Frontier on the Frontier Forum syndicates that
2: Just wait for the the, the virtual the, the microtransactions for prettier co pilots comes out. And then you can all thank me for raising that issue. Okay? <laughs> when it happens <sighs> when when you're able to dress your co pilots to make them look better so that you don't have to look at Ben's ugly mug, then you can thank me. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, Ben, I didn't want I... to upset
0: you to the point where you were speechless. Nah. <laughs> I'm Just too like busy I'm I'm too busy trying to run away at the moment.
2: <laughs> oh, we didn't mean it. We love you really. <laughs> Aye right. Yeah, no, but um, it, it's it's an, an exciting. Now, I'll tell you what, I was watching the stream. I missed today's stream, but I was watching the stream last Thursday, really keen on seeing the actual uh, turret firing and the gameplay and stuff. And I'd watched it on my Kindle uh, in the living room, having dinner with my wife and the family. And then I had at half past eight, I also had to go and get ready for Hutton Orbital Radio and stuff like that. So I was sitting there watching it on my Kindle, and it got to the point where they finally got round to doing some gameplay. And I thought, excellent, let's see what this looks like. And my Kindle crashed. So I didn't get to see it, and I've not yeah. seen it yet. So I thought, well, soon enough, the beta's going to be here. I'll go and try it out with my good friend Ben, who's sitting behind me in the cockpit, so I don't have to look at him. And so you didn't uh, have
0: to look at me anyway. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I did love the way they materialised. And you know what? There's that oh, stinky article, I don't know if it's in the show notes to bring up, that says that they've missed the point with this update, with the, you know, the Guardians Oh, update. God, yeah. And all I mean, I'm sitting the there going I'm is, hold on a second. Like How can they watch two streams and ignore the bit where Ed says, the funky thing is, guys, I don't even think this is the best stuff in this update. And they've made the decision before. Again, it's about getting your article out first. Damn the facts. Damn the truth. Let's just make sure we're first out so we can create a reaction. You know what? Do better. Come on, you can do better.
4: I'm also one of the reasons I'm grumpy is because I have read that article, and then you're just there thinking, oh for God's sake, they haven't even given taken into account half the stuff. That he, the the person who's written the article has again assumed that he speaks on behalf of the whole elite community. When, in my opinion, well, from what I've seen from the forums, it's a very minority opinion.
5: Yeah, and it and it's not all the facts. I mean, you, you how can you make a, a statement like that without knowing? Everything I've tried the beta, or at least. Oh, I've just seen it from afar, kind of bits of it. Yeah, it's not enough to make an informed decision.
2: Really, Reminds it? me of 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 my daughter Sky when she was eight years old, and you're trying to get them to try something new for their dinner, and they look at it, and they say, "I don't like it," but you've never had it before, and they come back out with. Yeah, but I dreamt about it and I didn't like it then.
0: <coughs> I've never heard that one before. I've just heard yeah I don't like it and I'm not gonna try it.
2: Okay, have you heard have, and... you, have you heard the one oh no I'm I'm full up, all right. Well you can't have any pudding. Oh no, I've got space for pudding in my pudding tummy. I...
0: What? I've heard that before as well.
2: I've got a pudding tummy, I
0: tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway is there anything else about these streams that we want to talk about because it's approaching end of showtime, and we should probably wrap it
5: up really (laughs) Um, any kind of random question I had and I guess we'll find out when we play beta Um, Mm -hmm. is what happens to your ship so I'm you've called me to hollow me your ship I hollow me from my Cobra or my Python whatever ship I'm in into your ship where does my ship go does it does it stay there in that instance, or does it kind of? It, log I off? think
0: I got the oh, they, feeling they, they said it logged off when they were talking about the flow of the game.
4: Oh, did yeah, they? Yeah. yeah, they actually answered this in the stream. They sort of said that um,
5: your ship's fine, it's safe, it will be exactly where you left it. But that means, does it stay where you left it? Because if I left it, say if I just undocked from a station, yeah, left it, oh, it'll, be that, it'll be in that place. If,
0: I think it's going to be the same as if you log off.
5: So oh, yeah, yeah, if I that, log that, off, that, like was the, that was the ten, point that, I, that I, was, mm-hmm. I was trying to understand. Because if if I hadn't, I I still exist in that instance. I could get shot. Yeah. By and
0: I th- I think it's logging you off personally, but that's me.
2: Same as the SRVs. Oh. Is when you send that ship away, where does it go? It doesn't fly around in the atmosphere. It just it just poofs into a safe zone. of saved. And as it is, you're still <laughs> in it, so you're fine. I mean, that'd be awesome, wouldn't no, in, in it? in the me... you're not in it. Yeah, but it'd be awesome. Apparently. In, in... Yeah, that's true. It'd be awesome if in, in the, <coughs> the hollow me part of things, you know, that you were still in your cockpit and it was a screen that you looked at and you kind of looked down at the screen and that filled your peripheral and that was you in the hollow me sort of part of things. And then you could get a little like, boop, 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 boop. boop and you'd have to say to the guy who you're currently bailing out of a massive battle, look, I've got to go. I've got a problem back in my ship. I left the oven on and it's the alarms going off. I've just got to go and deal with that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so Grant going forward do you mean you're going to reject a uh, crew based on the how they're looking
2: yeah absolutely if you've not made yourself a decent looking avatar for your Hollow Me then you don't, you're going to clash with my wallpaper and my Type 9 and you're not welcome Unl- unless you're a REM clip do we inle- need to
0: be in- colour coordinating
2: <laughs> no I, I have no issues with colour <laughs> <laughs>
4: just fugly
0: yeah, Just double baggers
4: <laughs> <laughs> And yet again Ben manages to alienate 90% of the community
0: Hang on, I'm not the one who's implying That 90% of the community are double baggers Colin <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: oh, We were so close to finishing Without ever having that <laughs> phrase In a show, we were so close
0: <laughs> So close
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, dear? No, I, think, I, I do think it's just when you come down to the, re- the realities of trying to make a game mechanic that's fun, fit, into lore, you've lost the battle, and you shouldn't bother. And for people that are finding it immersion-breaking, it's a game and I'm sorry suck it up, because it's either going to add something to your game or it's not and if it doesn't then it's not something that's going to be successful and if it does then you're going to forget about the lore and you're going to just create it as if someone's walked onto your ship as you would if you wrote a book so it's no biggie and when we get out of cockpit will they go back and reissue and rework this maybe or maybe not that all depends I know that the, the sort of uh, the thing that I loved in Eve was the fact that you got out your ship but within about 10 15 minutes of realizing it was just me walking back and forward through a bloody loading screen. <laughs> I just thought this is a bit poop. Um, so I want these things to be amazing and we all want them to be amazing, but there's a point at which what you want and realistically what can be done are so far apart you have to just suck it up and enjoy the game in the format that it's in and appreciate the attempts that they're making to try and fit these in Hollow Me and deep space mind projection and yet you can't sell your data from your cockpit but you can send your mind over space there's just so many holes in this that it's just better to just turn around and examine the wallpaper
0: it's like a screen door in a vacuum yes yes Yeah.
2: So yeah, I'm not trying to dismiss people's genuine concerns. That is going to like Colin has a genuine concern that if it turns into a particular play style that he doesn't enjoy, that's you know that's his enjoyment gone in the game, and that's concerning. If you get something like that, we know plenty of people that have got frustrated with an update, and it's been enough for them to go, you know what. Until there's something that brings me back in, I'm just going to step back from this game for a while because I'm not enjoying this update at all. And that's fair enough. And when you've done trading to death, what do you do then? Do you find another part of the aspects or do you consign that game to the corner of the room until such times as there's something that drags you back? That's what it should be. You shouldn't have to live your life in this and enjoy it and suffer through boredom or suffer through game mechanics that make you angry. If that's the case, Take a break wait for the next thing and see, keep an eye on everything, because obviously you can listen to us, you can keep an eye on the Galnet News, all the various different Twitch streamers, and suddenly you might have a little spark that just makes you forgive that game mechanic that is upsetting you and get you back into the game to enjoy it with your friends. And multiplaying with your pals in your ship is going to be fun if it works. It's going to be annoying if it doesn't that's what's going to be the key can you do that is it going to be like a wing where you think right ben ben jump in the fighter right excellent there goes the fighter ben what (coughs) ben ben why why aren't you fighting ben Ben's been disconnected. He's in a different instance. He's in your fighter in a different instance of a combat zone. You're in one instance and he's in the other going, where did the ship go? How do I redock? These are the fun things that I'm looking forward to happening in beta, but these are the things we need to make sure don't happen in the game because they will make it a pain.
0: Mm-hmm. I just have to say hello to Starman18. We are recording an episode of Live Radio right now, although we are actually wrapping up. And when it gets to the Twice. podcast you'll probably hear it. <laughs> Twice. Right. Any any anything else about any of that or anything else? I'm good. Right, in that case we do have a quick question kind of related to what we've been talking about, um, from Commander Daddy Babby, Daddy Baddy, who's been saying Frontiers seem to constantly go for these hyperbole play once features. Would we prefer more core gameplay as opposed to well, as opposed to turrets in space and character creators um and Commander Daddy Baddy thinks it's a misguided effort? I what? actually
2: kind of agree with half of that uh, i would I would love to see some of the core features more expanded. I'd love to see um. Different mechanics of multiplayer played out through the missions boards as well, um, but I think you know this is what's been worked on and it looks excellent fun. So I'll judge it after the fact. But um, the pl- the character creator I think is integral, uh, and I think that's really important. Although it adds nothing to gameplay. I think it's really uh, a wonderful way to personalise your pilot and to become connected to the game and I think if you get connected to the game and then you kind of forgive a lot of that lack of depth but yeah, I would like to see them focus on some uh, depth of gameplay as well
4: I have a sneaking suspicion that they're laying the groundwork here for something that's going to need this kind of multiplayer cooperation later on maybe in something like 2.4 I think something might be coming along where um, the only way to deal with certain situations will be in a multi-crew ship. There's some speculation. So much speculation, it's actually floored everybody. What the hell?
5: Well, I, I was just yeah. thinking, if, if if that is the case, isn't well, the community's going to going do I their could, usual thing, aren't they? Half of them will go, "Ra, I only play in solo," or mm-hmm. "I, you know, I." I don't want to play with other people, but, uh, yeah, could be potentially quite exciting.
0: I don't know how I'd feel, actually, about having, say, a certain encounter in 2.4 only be achievable, whatever, if oh, you d- d- were in d- d- a multi-crewed ship.
4: I'd say it'd be easier to complete in a multi crew so, ship.
0: Okay, Not- so easier versus... Yeah, yeah. I could see easier. Do you reckon
2: we could maybe Um, name the sort of friend list, the the black list to the double bag list?
5: I could put in in a support ticket. I
0: mean, there's definitely I I agree with a lot of what Daddy Baddy's saying as well, for that there are definitely a lot of core features, a lot of quality of life features that Frontier still need to work on. Um, Personal bugbear of mine would have to be I, I'm still wanting them to. I want the orange Sidewinder to be a thing in Crime and Punishment. Yeah, yeah. The or as, the Aspo
2: as well Sidewinder. You want, okay. Damn um, right. All I right. want it, the
0: Aspo well Sidewinder. If you're
2: getting that, I want, my, as, I want my station docking cues. Aye. I, I can see that. And station space ponies. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so, anyway. They multi crew. <laughs> well, do you have anything on your wish list? That you know, any core core gameplay on your wish list that you want?
5: Mine would be explore, exploration stuff. Some you know comets. Just, oh God, yes. You know, just there's loads of stellar stuff that could be, and I'm sure we will be put in there at some point. Uh, yeah. But yeah, show 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 the explorers some love.
0: Yep, and so yeah, I mean, there's there is definitely a hell of lot of core things that could be added that we all want. Maybe it's a sad fact, though, that it's like these features, um, these sort of hype features get people back into the game and you know they've got to get that in and then they slide in these other core features under the rug as they were because like, there's a whole load of non-key things that they put into 2.3, weren't there? Yeah, I know what you mean. Sorry, 2.2. 2.2 even. Yeah, yeah. You had your commanders and things like that, but then you also had other stuff that went into two two. Anyway, I think we should probably wrap it up before we go and have, like, five hours of wrap-up. So, any more for any more?
4: Well, just quickly before we go, um, one final thing to mention. The, um, the good old Reddit meme war is now continuing with a scary monkey video. So <laughs> it, it it does appear that that Dan and Ollie are still continuing their
0: noobs. Okay. The noobs <laughs> of Elite Dangerous. Mm.
2: <laughs> I've not seen that one yet! You've ruined my evening. Right. Um and of course, yeah, don't forget to go and have a look at DJ Truthsayer and Commander Human for their amazing project 168 which is 168 hours of streaming which is going to be horrific and if you want to go and chuck in some cash to their funds, that would be amazing by going to justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward smash commander, forward smash? Fundraising forward slash commander human, that's C-M-D-R-H-U-G-H-M-A-N-N Catch them on Twitch, DJ Truthsayer is on right now, he'll be streaming Elite, I think he was, or I looked at him earlier on, and join commander human from, I think 6 AM GMT when he takes over the torch. They're currently at 54%, so during tonight's show they have gone up by 432. So if that's any of you listeners out there, thank you so much for supporting them.
0: And any final words from
5: you you, Marshall? No, I'm all good. Um thanks for having me. It's
0: good to be here. Anytime. You know I'll have you whenever you want. Just don't tell your wife. <laughs> Double bagger. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Have you got that Mocan
0: <laughs> Anyway, that's it for another episode of Laveradio. Radio. God help us all If you want to get in touch with us and why not? wouldn't you want to touch no no if you want to get in touch with the show, then you can email us at info at com. We're on Facebook at facebookcom laveradio. We are at laveradio radio on Twitter. You can join us on the Discord chat channel where things get a lot scarier by going to Terry, to Terry, tiny slash lave chat. Uh, you can also join our Teamspeak server, which is on Teamspeak dot laveradio dot com. is recorded live on Tuesday evenings from eight thirty every UK time and streamed out at laveradio dot com slash live. Thank you very much to Grant, to Colin, and to Marshall. And thank you very much to all these commanders who I've had to run away from outside of... uh, Oh, no, we're at the orange side window this evening. Until next time, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous.
3: Is your life like this? I've got someone
2: having orange inserted <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Need a safe word. Space be, no. <sighs> I'm gonna see the galaxy.
7: News Digest, 21st of February 3303. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news. Cover your tracks with MetaDrive. SDC docking controller bribe scandal. The best is yet to come. Cover your tracks with MetaDrive. A hint this week has emerged that Metadrive Incorporated was working on significant new technology prior to its acquisition by Sirius Corporation. The document, which was apparently leaked from the extensive audit carried out last year by Big Six, mentions something called wake suppression. Some months ago, Ran Corson, an employee of MetaDrive, claimed that Sirius Corporation had engineered the murder of MetaDrive boss Femi Dakari to cover up sensitive information about dramatic new hyperdrive technology, and was apparently himself later murdered. Big Six found that MetaDrive's affairs were, broadly, in order. But for those hoping for dramatic new wake cloaking technology from a hyperdrive company enmeshed in multiple leaked stories about new hyperdrive features, there was terrible disappointment waiting. Sirius Corporation has clarified that the wake suppression feature mentioned in the audit report is in fact about specialist sleeping pills to prevent passengers from regaining consciousness too early during long-haul flights. SDC docking controller bribe scandal. Several docking controllers have been suspended after admitting being bribed by the SDC. The controllers from Archimedes Gateway permitted the dastardly pilots to remain inside the station for up to two hours after their landing permission had expired, during which time many innocent lives were lost to a soundtrack of the thump of cannon fire. Dockers at Archimedes Gateway are amongst the least well-paid station workers in the galaxy. Bribery is not unusual, but it is unusual for dockers to stand by while so many ships are destroyed by other ships inside the station. Normally, it's the dockers who do the shooting. The best is yet to come. Exciting new ship upgrades are coming soon. Those second and third seats in the cockpit could soon have a use, as the pilot's hollow friends can be invited to hologrammatically sit in the comfy leather upholstery to give the pilot a helping hand with those awkward turrets and ship-launched fighters. These hollow friends will be allowed to bring along a power pip each to help with power management. The hologram gunnery officer will be given a controversial third-person external panoramic view of the area around the ship. There was similar controversy 1,500 years ago when submariners were given an external third-person view of their submarines using a device known as a periscope. Ships will have names. Hull repair limpets are on the cards. We'll be able to purchase new and stylish Remlock suits. But a cryptic comment from a spokes-hobbit has left pilots wondering. The best, apparently, is yet to come. What could that best be? Will Hutton Orbital be moved a bit closer to Alpha Centauri? Have they found a cure for beige planets? Will the Alliance finally get some love? Those pilots in possession of a pass into the parallel galaxy called Beta will be finding out very soon. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to.